0: The iHeart Media Complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeart Radio
1: app.
2: Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed.
3: And now, the Phillips file.
4: All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime.
3: Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the Phillips File for Wednesday. That's Wednesday, June 6th uh, in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. We get a little bit serious in the first 30 minutes of these shows on Wednesday. Today marks interview number 13 as the Phillips File takes the first 30 minutes of every Wednesday program to focus on the heroin and opioid crisis here in Central Florida. Graham is our guest this afternoon for a half hour or so welcome Graham. thanks for helping us out with this uh with this project we appreciate it very much
5: absolutely thank you for
3: having Can we me. just uh, start right off the bat would you uh describe yourself as re- you're in recovery would that be correct that is fair to say can you give us some kind of background sure of absolutely of where you started and where you are right now
5: absolutely uh i'm from Connecticut. i'm from new england originally okay uh tomorrow's my birthday actually.
3: happy birthday thank you, thank
5: you very much 39 years old and uh, oh, you haven't grow- seen nothing yet. <laughs> I'm telling you, you can tell by
3: these wrinkles around my eyes. You haven't seen anything you know, yet. For those of you happy happens- birthday! You look fantastic. <laughs> uh,
5: so, uh, born and raised in New England, yeah. uh, came from a what I would what I would call a, a pretty dysfunctional family, yeah. and uh, but was, we all uh, yeah, it's uh, functional and dysfunctional. It's uh,
3: dysfunctional as far as d- divorce.
5: Divorced family. Uh, my family got my parents got divorced in, in uh, when I was nine years old. Okay. And so mom went. Uh, mom turned left, and dad went right. And I kind of tried to toe the middle line. Mm-hmm. And played sports my whole life. Loved it. The only place I really felt comfortable was on the athletic field. Right. It's just being around guys or girls. It doesn't even really so much matter as just not being in my home.
3: Playing the sport, <laughs> you playing a game. Yeah.
5: Playing a sport, playing a game. Trying to yeah, trying to win a game. Whatever whatever it was. That was where I really felt fed and felt most at ease. Mm-hmm. And. Then I had an accident; I broke my collarbone playing football in high school. I went to high school. I went, uh, excuse me. I went to high school, in New Jersey. Right. Played football. Didn't even make it to through fall tra- uh, You know, kind of fall practice and, and because broke, of the injury. Because of the injury. And so I had an incredible amount of time on my hands, and uh, was introduced to a, a wonderful drug at that moment called cocaine. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, <laughs> yeah. And just from the moment I took it, it was. Uh, it just. I felt fed. I felt it was that ease and comfort that I never felt in my entire life.
3: You know and the feeling.
5: I, you know the feeling.
3: Yeah, <laughs> maybe not quite as. Maybe I didn't have as much of a feeling as you did. Sure, but
5: sure.
6: anybody who's
3: listened to the program, there were a couple of years there. Of, sure. You know. You,
5: and you know the story. I do. And was we'll it? And you probably had a governor where well, you knew maybe where to turn it off. And I kept going. There was, yeah, it, was it was
3: lack of money.
5: That was the governor. <laughs> Well, you, that's when you need to start stealing.
3: Yeah, well, I never got that far. So, so you you get into the cocaine thing, and how how serious was that?
5: That was uh, serious to the point it I crash and burn really quick. I have a very low tolerance. Uh, I am failing out of high school at this point. Wow. No college wants me. Crash and burn, it, and we're talking months. We're talking months. Were you
3: thinking when you're in high school and you're playing sports, uh, despite the, the, the collar bor- uh, collarbone injury that... Hey, I'm headed for a scholarship. I'm playing baseball. or I'm playing football. I'm an athlete. I've got this. I've got this worked out. I mean, do you think at that time you're on that kind of a trash? Well, I don't think at the collegiate, maybe a
5: Division three. I was, you know, what we see for sports down here in Florida and you know, out of Central Florida, out of Miami, wherever you're, it's incredible. And it, sure, we had great sports in New Jersey, but not quite to that extent. Maybe a Division three yeah, school. Okay. All right. But once I found cocaine, I, I could have cared less. <laughs>
6: No could have cared less yeah. about college.
5: Could have cared less about sports. Could have cared less about anything else. It was just getting that next fix. And, and I crashed and burned to the point at which I was down to 165 pounds. I'm 225 right now. And how tall are you? Six foot three.
3: That's that's skinny.
5: Very skinny. And thought I looked great. And mind you, uh, in, those few, in those few months, uh, attempted suicide twice. Not because I wanted to die. But because I didn't know what was wrong with me, and I just didn't want to feel anymore the way that I had been feeling.
3: How long was this going on?
5: Well, I think I had a lot of you know mental health issues, probably going back through my childhood. And and I don't say that to I'm a parent now, and right. so I, I have I have uh, perspective to realize that my mom and dad. If any of you have a parental playbook, if you can send that to me, <laughs> so I know what the heck I'm right, doing. Right. Right. But I think they just did the best job they could and and so i don't blame them for this it was just a reality of what my situation was is i came from a very broken home and uh it was screwed up and i didn't know how to handle it and so i just did yeah i just didn't want to feel anymore and so you're
3: 17 18, 18, you're on, 18 you're, years you're on the old cocaine thing it was it every single day
5: every single day i was stealing money from every single one of my friends that i was taking in a new jersey transit straight into penn station where i would call this is like beeper days this right. is not self-righteous, exactly. right? Yeah. yeah, I would I would page my, my my drug dealer, and he would meet me at Grant at uh, Penn Station, and then I would catch the next train back to Princeton Junction and take a taxi back to school.
3: This was every single day. I would. Oh, wow, you say you got enough to get about, you through every day?
5: Yeah, it was about three, probably three times a week. Three times. So you come a,
3: from a dysfunctional family. You hit, start hitting the cocaine. You got this collarbone injury. You crash and burned with the cocaine. Did you? I hate to use the word, but progress or move on to something else. Was was it always cocaine? It was always
5: cocaine in the beginning, and then with dabbling a little in a little alcohol, a little weed every once in a while. But uh, that was my uh, that was my go to, and um, I ended up getting. They intervened on me. My family intervened on me.
3: And and the school did. This is your dysfunctional family that yeah, interviewed.
5: Yeah, with in help, you know, with the help of my high school, they came to me yeah. and it was the first I'll tell you, it's the first time in my life when they approached me and they wanted to try to get me help. It was the first time I said, you know what, I need help. And I'll tell you, up until that point, I never could have asked anybody for anything. Mm-hmm. But kind of I had this moment of clarity where I realized I can't keep doing this.
3: Was it an intervention, though, where a group of people with their friends, high school people said, this kid needs help, and we're going to confront him? So I walked into, very very close to that, I walked
5: into the infirmary where I was at school, Mm -hmm. and uh, my mother was living in Connecticut at the time. Mind you, I'm at at high school in New Jersey, two-hour distance, and I walk into the infirmary thinking I'm meeting with the doctor, and my mother's in the room. Uh Uh-oh. Did you know? That's what you must have or were thought, you going, yeah. Ma? What are you doing? No, no, no. I knew the gig was up. I absolutely. It was. I had this. It's. I. I believe there is a God out there for the moment because it's like the the this, the sea parted and I could actually think clearly and realize. All right, the gig's up, and I'm okay with it. I'm Did your mom peace. know
3: something? was... She had no idea. She had didn't have a clue. So somebody went to your mom's. Guess what? Graham's got a problem.
5: Uh, Did she up. go? I, think that's, I, I don't s-
3: believe it. Or
5: you know, it's interesting. I... My mother had maybe smoked a cigarette or two in her life and maybe had a buzz, you know, senior week in college. Right. (laughs) It's probably the extent of her use. Straight arrow. Absolutely. And so she, I think she was working with the tools that she had. Did she know... I think it was pretty obvious at that point when the facts were presented to her that hey, my son has a problem.
3: What did your mom say? Late? Is your mom still alive? She is. I, yes. I mean, in hindsight, did she say I was naive or uh, didn't want to see it? And I, I just was in denial. In you know, hindsight, <sighs> did she said yeah, I knew something was going on, but I never, you know, never put two and two together. I, I think it's probably.
5: I can't speak for her mm-hmm. in, in that. Unfortunately, I do not have a close relationship with my mother, but I, I think she would have, could' have, should have I think hindsight is always twenty twenty right, of and uh for those parents out there you just she just did the yeah. best job no. you've no idea right I mean it's like if you ask me you know uh, about the radio business i I would I would have the slightest idea how this works. You stuck a microphone in front of me, and that's about the extent of. it. I've
3: been doing it for fifty <laughs> years, and I ha- I have no idea how <laughs> you it works it. either. I mean, I <laughs> still don't have a clue. But it's a lot of the listeners, Well, you must be doing well, something, something. So you go into a rehab program. did mm-hmm. you just say, okay, here I am. I know I have a problem. I've been confronted. I've got this real. Bad problem with cocaine. You go into, what kind of rehab
5: was it? I I went to, fortunately, because my my family had good insurance and and there was a good intervention, and someone looking after my family, I was placed into a very good facility to no doing of my own. I was very fortunate in that respect. And I ended up staying. I thought I was, here's the funny thing. It was February of 1998. I thought I was going to go to a 30-day program and go back to my high school because senior spring break, was in Cancun, Mexico. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh-oh. So I thought I'd go to rehab for 30 days, and then I'd come straight home, and my parents would throw me down to
3: Mexico for, <clears> for a week.
5: <throat> that, I, delusional. Completely delusional. But I mean, were delusional. you
3: thinking, hey, I'm just going to do this 30-day <laughs> uh, yeah. thing, and then I'm hitting Cancun, man. And it's all, it's, <laughs> That's what
5: he's thinking.
6: You know, it's oh, yeah, it's balls to
3: the yeah. wall. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's going to be 20 lines in front of me. and <laughs> Sure. Sure. Uh, I
5: mean, it goes on at, at plenty south of the border. And and I so, yes, I, I was completely delusional. I thought that was going to happen. I ended up staying in Minnesota in a program for six straight months, Oof. and it saved, it, saved, it saved my life and shaped me, put the pieces in place, uh, created a foundation to make me the, I think, a lot of the man I am today.
3: Yeah, I have to break. I have yeah, to please, break. But, please, but, please. But were you there because you wanted to stay there, or people say, you can't leave yet. You, I was you're not. Gonna... You're not ready to get back into, let's call it. Society, you're not ready to mingle back in there because we know exactly what's going to happen. What was the?
5: I still think sometimes I don't. I don't know if I belong in society. No, but joking aside, I I think I needed. I I know I needed help. I could have left. I was an adult, right? But I stayed because I knew it was the right thing to do.
3: All right, we're going to talk more with Graham when we come back. Phillips file of uh, on every Wednesday. We take about thirty minutes, sometimes forty minutes, sometimes longer to focus on the heroin and opioid crisis here in Central Florida. We'll be back. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Phillips File for a uh, Wednesday. 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 and it is Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday for the first 30 minutes or so, and I think we're going to extend this a little, fur- a little bit further. We focus on the heroin and opioid crisis here in Central Florida. Our guest today is Graham. Let me just backtrack a little bit. Graham, uh, growing up in Connecticut, New Jersey as well, uh, had a collarbone injury, you know, played baseball, football, all that kind of stuff, but he starts hitting the cocaine. And for how many years, couple of years, were you doing this? No, Did I didn't you? even last that long. Less, less
5: than a year, I crashed and burned So you're going fast. to rehab.
3: You're in rehab for six months, right? Yes, sir. They think, they, you know, your, your mother's there, your friends, I guess, people at the school. Graham needs help. You agree. You think you're going in for 30 days. You're going in for six months. You stay for six months. Because somebody said, you got to stay here for six months, or you said to yourself, I need more time here. I need more time.
5: I went into a sober living house for three months, right? and I washed dishes at an Italian restaurant uh, in a suburb of Minneapolis, and it was the one of the greatest jobs of my life. Why? Because
3: you see the tasks done?
5: I'm on my own. I'm living with a bunch of guys who are sober. Uh, I'm making a living. Granted, I, I started off washing dishes. Didn't matter. I'm living in, if any of you have been out to Minnesota, I'm on Wayzata, Minnesota, which is like a suburb, of, like, it's like like a, like Winter Park, Florida. Yeah, right. And I'm on my own. And I'm sober. And I'm and I'm feeling as good as I've ever felt my entire life.
3: So six months, finally to say, Graham, you're good to go. And you're saying to yourself, I'm good to go as well.
5: And you go Was home. there a
3: relapse? <laughs>
5: yeah. I made it I made it about twenty four hours.
3: What? You relapsed within twenty four hours after six months of rehab. with
5: in a safe environment, what? yes. And Less, maybe less than 24 hours.
3: Why do you think that happened? After six months of rehab work and working so hard? Feeling so good. And I st- are you trying <laughs> to prove of- something to yourself, maybe? I, pos- I can do pos- this, I but think stop?
5: A, yeah, great question. I think it was a couple things. One is I wanted to be convinced that I could control mm-hmm. my use, and I thought that with enough self-knowledge that I wouldn't end up back in that situation. And I can tell you that when I called... I'll never forget. I I, I got a hold of my my drug dealer, and he said his first words to me was, "I thought you were dead," and and I never I I laughed at what he said. I thought it was funny, and within the first line of cocaine that I took, having been away from it for six months, yeah. I felt as bad, if not worse, than the day I went into to treatment. Really, within within seconds, I was immediately back to. Yep. Uh, the depressive side and absolutely miserable. It it there was nothing enjoyable about what I'd done. But this
3: is a relapse of just twenty four hours, just one single relapse and then you said I okay. bought an eight
5: ball I had I had a little less than two hundred dollars, I bought an eight ball of cocaine, I finished it and I have not
3: touched it since. So your life progresses pretty well. Everything's hunky-dory? I, I,
5: I would say so. I go back to college. I, I went to uh, school locally here. I went to, went to Rollins Went to college. Rollins,
3: yeah. And then what, the banking industry in New went York? Went
5: into investment banking in New York City.
3: Everything is is cool. That's, that's a high-pressure industry, I would imagine. You're around a lot of you know men and women who are hard chargers. I would imagine you're around all these uh, temptations. Already, sure, sure. And, but you're still saying, it's okay. I can party with you, but I don't need that. I've known people like that. But something happened.
5: Something, I, yes, I, I, I believe that the, the reason I stayed sober was I always looked for, for any of you out there that may be, that may be struggling, yeah. I always looked for peace and happiness in a bag of cocaine, in pills, in the bottom of a bottle of vodka, always trying to find peace and comfort in that,
6: in mm-hmm, that bottle. Mm-hmm.
5: If I don't find that in sobriety, I will drink and use again. But I got a chance, thanks to a great support system, good treatment, going to Alcoholics Anonymous, having very supportive people around me. Sobriety became the greatest show on earth. Where, why in, why in the world would I ever want to use again? I, I had no no need, no reason to. I was happy as can be. But Every- but
3: ten years after that, that twenty four hour relapse,
5: sure. something else happened. My father, who was my Superman, yeah has a nervous breakdown. Okay. And is and and please, in saying this, I am not blaming my father. I understand. Once once again, he was working with the tools that he had. I understand. I didn't know how to help him. I didn't know how to cope with my Superman crashing. And if any of you have been to the Winter Park area on Corinne Drive and Winter Park Road, there's Stardust Coffee.
3: Yes. I know where it is, and you right know it's around the right,
5: corner. right around the corner. And at that traffic light, Wait, I convi- there's an
7: ABC on the <laughs> other side.
5: <laughs> yes, there is. And at that traffic light, I'd convinced myself that I was going to start us for a cup of coffee. And when I made that turn at that traffic light, in a matter of a hundred feet, I decided I was going to turn right instead of left, and I went into ABC and bought a bottle of vodka. Just like that, just in a, in a, in, a, in a momentary flash, because I didn't want to. I didn't want to feel. I didn't know how to cope. And I just wanted the pain and suffering that I was going through to go away, and that's what vodka, it, pills, cocaine—I don't any sort of substance that you're abusing. Right. It it works wonders.
3: Oh, you're shielding yourself from oh. something. You're shielding yourself from heartbreak or just pressure or or, or whatever number, it might be. Right. So you started on pills as well.
5: Started on pills. Pills and vodka were my cocktail, and they worked beautifully. For a long period of time.
7: How'd you get the pills? I mean, they weren't prescribed.
5: They were not prescribed. Never saw a doctor. Didn't have insurance. Never went to a doctor. Uh, I started, out of the gates, immediately started stealing from friends. Where they trusted me. They knew me as the sober guy. Mm -hmm. Right. So they never in a million years would have thought that I would ever take anything from them. Not a corona out of their fridge or a pill out of their medicine cabinet. (laughs)
3: <laughs> so pill wise, what were you doing? It was oxy, it Oxys. Was a,
5: yep, and oxy's. And this is two thousand. This is two thousand nine, two
3: thousand ten. Right, and yep. you're doing how many a day, or what do you need? I to, couldn't even. T- do you know how much money you were spending to get these pills? I was, you're I just stealing not them all. A, Not a, not a dime. I was stealing them. You were stealing, stealing them. Okay,
5: got you. A
7: friend's medicine cabinet. Right, friends
5: medicine cabinet, and um. Yeah, so it was it was quite easy. They lived right around the corner from me. I knew I could drive by their house and knew if they were home or not and had a key to their house. So it was, you know, if you have a, a parent or a relative or anyone, yeah. all of you know, I, I was laughing earlier in the show about breaking into a medicine cabinet. You don't break into a medicine cabinet. It's, it's wide open. You just, you just open the door, yeah. and that's exactly what I did.
3: And how long did this go on?
5: Once again, I crashed. People have thresholds a lot longer than me. People go on years doing this. Yes, for, for me, We've talked to some, yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, I have, and I want to be clear, everybody's road is very different. Sure. And for any of you that are out there, you can stop digging whenever you want to stop digging. And, and you don't ever have to, however you're feeling right now in this moment, you don't, and for someone who's been through this multiple times, you don't ever, ever have to feel this way again. Because I never lost a job. I've never been in trouble with the law. I graduated not with honors but pretty close to it i've had i think as an individual, I think I've had a pretty decent career, never lost any on the outsides. The outsides look great sure the insides i'm an absolute mess, and wish i wasn't on this earth anymore
3: so you're doing you're doing the vodka you're stealing the pills, and this goes on for how long. And, and what probably a couple a, a year and a half two years Was there another intervention was your, your mother uh, again involved or was it you just wake up one day so i can't do this anymore so or were you married it you
5: weren't married, weren't, at the time. weren't married at the time i was uh i can't remember if i was dating anyone at the time or not i, I wasn't exactly a cat something okay. happened you said this is uh here we go You're again, an wreck. Here yeah. we go again yeah.
3: let's get it's a here. handle
5: on this buddy so what's what's pretty neat about Alcoholics Anonymous, or if you've seen anyone, and I don't care if it's if, if it's through the church, if it's through AA, if it's through a great psychiatrist and, and properly prescribed medicine, if you've ever seen someone go from the doldrums of their life, whether they've lost a loved one, whatever their challenge may be, they've, they've they're living on the streets, I don't care what it is, and you see that person get better, that is an incredible motivator mm-hmm. to realize, hey, and not at their expense, but hey, if you can do it, I know damn well that I can do it. And someone, I was going to meetings of Alcoholics Anonymous at the time, and a gentleman who was... But were you
3: going to AA when you were drinking and taking pills? I mean, was it that, geez, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going here. I'm trying to get support. You get out of AA. The old line, the old joke from AA is people go to AA so they can find out where the best drinks in town are. Of course. You'll find that pretty quick. Yeah, I'm just wondering whether... Yeah, I went to, to Sunday Mass. I okay. went to Catholic.
5: I went back to Catholic church because I thought that that was going to help me. I started read. Any of you out there, you probably have bought a hundred books on Amazon, self help books, sure. that are doing nothing but collecting dust on <laughs> in your library. No disrespect. Yeah, I understand. But if you read those sort of things, you have to put them into practice. And if you're drinking a fifth of bourbon a day and taking pills, you're you're probably not you're probably not picking that off your.
3: And you're still you're working at this time. Still working,
5: yes. Owning a, owning a business with a couple so you're buddies a
3: Functioning in town. addict.
5: I would think so. I would think so. Did
3: anybody when you were working say, you know, not, not for nothing, Graham, but what's going on here?
5: No, I. N- nobody, nobody ever did, nobody and not noticed. because they didn't love me or because they didn't care. Maybe I was a good actor. I don't think I really was, um, but I. Well, I, I'll say this: a good actor in respect to, I think I can put on a good false front. And let everybody know that I'm good. I'm good. Don't worry about me. I'm, remember, I'm this sober guy that got clean at 19 years old. Me, meanwhile, it's, it's all a lie. It's a house of cards, is yeah. what it is. And so I saw other people around me get better. And not that that's, that's just my story, it's not everybody's story. And so I got pissed because I saw them succeeding and I wanted that success. I wanted to feel, I wanted that insides to match my outsides and, and feel good.
3: Well, might be a little bit of that competitive spirit you have. I mean, if you're <laughs> yeah. always involved yeah. in athletics, yeah. Yeah. you want to win. You don't want to be whether it's you think somebody's going to consider you to be a loser or within yourself, you say, "I don't want to be a loser here. I'm going to win this. I'm getting you know, yes, I'm and be that's number and, and, one here." And
5: for me, there's God rest his soul. There's a gentleman who was who helped save my life. His name was Angel. He was a Lynx bus driver, and he always used to say, "It doesn't matter if you live on Park Avenue or you're sleeping on a park bench." Is you can you can get better and you can feel better if if you if you want to get better, and um and that man kind of set the stage in terms of well I can do this I can I can get help and I can get back to where I was before.
3: So you're utilizing what AA? Are you utilizing any other recovery group to to get you through this?
5: I am just utilizing AA at this yeah. point, and uh, I det because I did not have health insurance at this time, and Correct. I don't recommend this to anyone because there's plenty of. There's plenty of local services that are available, and what I would recommend is calling your county health services and seeing whether you have insurance or you don't. Just reaching out online to to find whether it's Alcoholics Anonymous or any um, uh, any county services they can they can direct They'll you. They'll point you. Yeah. They'll point you in the right direction, mm-hmm. and 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 services are out there, but all you, you just got to ask. You've been clean and sober how long now? It's uh, seven and a half years.
3: Every day a struggle. No no problem at all no temptations well, i mean i'd
5: be cocky if i told you that no day
3: was a struggle. just a you know fleeting whatever sure I, know, I i know
5: it. yeah every once you you, you go to 7-eleven and you see some like pumpkin beer that they now have and you're like ooh, sounds didn't, yummy didn't get a chance to have a you know a pumpkin brew i wonder what that's like or some you know they're making vodka <laughs>
3: yeah, any problems uh, you know if you go to a party or anything do you have to stay away from situations where they're is a lot of alcohol? Great question. For me, uh, I'm not crazy about being around those. Well, I'm not crazy about being around any social situation. <laughs> sure, I mean, to be honest with you, here's, whether they're here's drinking the, here's or the not, neat but... thing:
5: is early on in sobriety, everything was squirrely. Going to Publix was a squirrely experience. Going into Seven Eleven, I, I was still smoking at the time. Buying a pack of cigarettes was don't look at that beer aisle. Uh, don't look at ABC as you're driving as you're driving mm-hmm. by it, and and now you can get booze delivered to, to your house, so, you know, in, in under an hour. But I do believe that if you get proper help, I can today, and this is to no doing of my own other than a little bit of hard work, is I can go anywhere and do anything. And here's the neat thing. When you're not doing drugs and you're staying sober, you save up some money, Mm -hmm. you're employable, which means I have a car and I have a driver's license. Right. So if I go anywhere where I don't like the situation, I can leave. Right. And for those that maybe don't, get an Uber. Get out of the situation, and so I'm fortunate in that respect that every day uh, I, I don't think much about
3: it. are you Are you still involved in the financial industry or are you involved in the recovery industry or? or
5: I, I was in, I, I, I'm involved in the recovery industry today, and that took me 20 years after I first got sober to get into it. Mm-hmm. And it's probably the most difficult job because I'm on the front lines of people who are really struggling. But it's equally the most gratifying job because it's something that's near and dear to my heart. Do you have kids? I have two. I have a th- almost a three year old uh, boy named Henry, and my wife and I have a three month old girl named Nina.
3: Congratulations! Thank you very much. You've got much. a birthday tomorrow. The whole thing. Okay. You've got a great attitude too. I mean, was <laughs> a, I mean, it's a positive attitude. We can pick up on that. But is, is have you always been this way, or no. is it just I got no, this behind I, I, me? I, t- I recovered from this. I'm in the pro- continuing process of, you know, recovery, so to speak. I mean, was that night and day for you?
5: I, it was not. Uh, it was Remember were you like I, this when you're a kid. I was always a very happy person, but a lot of it was being an actor and putting on this false front of who I mm-hmm. am. I, I just want everyone to be I want to be very clear about this. I was just on the couch with a therapist yesterday. I get help and, and want to be a better person. Sure. And I've got a long way to go. But I believe I have today. I'm in here in front of you in this studio talking about things. And it's this is, it's the, I, I truly believe this is the greatest show on earth for me. Is this sobriety or oh, sobriety? I thought
3: you were talking about my program because oh, I consider it to be I... the greatest show on earth. Oh, of course, I don't yes. want to, yes, I appreciate yes. the compliments. <laughs> this problem that we have with uh, with pills and opioids and everything—is it getting better, worse? And has it reached a plateau in your experience and what you see in dealing with clients and and patients, if you want to call them a, What's your what's your what's your observation?
5: I don't. I don't have a. You know. I appreciate you asking me and and I don't I don't know where I stand on the issue in terms of is it getting better is it getting worse I I don't know. But what I if what I want people to know and understand is that asking for help um is probably comes the greatest strength. And for and for me it's it's very and I want others to know it's very accessible because I think especially for I'll speak for the guys out there and there's plenty of women that probably feel this way as well is that asking for help is a sign of a weakness. And I can yeah, tell you that correct. in my, in, in, and that's the way I was raised. Do not, you know, lace up your bootstraps and get charging forward at all costs. And it's not that simple. And I never met you till a few minutes ago, but feel comfortable enough where if I had something going on and if we developed a rapport, I would be asking you for, and if you've gone through maybe what I've gone right. through, it opens right. a door to, uh, for me to actually, uh, ask for help with you. And, so I think Obamacare helped, where it provided people with, you know, um, afford- affordable insurance to where there are uh, treatment options for those that are interested or, or those that need it. Mm-hmm. There's also county services. We have Aspire in town, which does a beautiful job with the resources. We talked to them. Yeah. Did you yeah. talk to them? They, yeah, and, we did. And please, they they do with what their funding keeps getting cut back. But I'm hopeful that they'll continue to uh, get more money. If that's you know, the more we talk about this. And I believe that counties and treatment centers like the one that I work for are really doing the best job they can to try and help people. Yeah. And uh, and so that's it's an honor to be a part of it.
3: Good for you. You know who he looks like? Who? Jason Christ. A he Looks bit. like the coach for the Orlando you, for Orlando, Orlando. City yeah, for the soccer do. team in town. You
8: too, sort there of. is
3: a resemblance. If, if you I said you were if accept, I put yep. you next to the coach and said <laughs> these two guys are related,
8: You oh, right? yeah. might want to keep a little a certain level of anonymity that you're kind of blowing out of the water right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, we wish you the best of luck. You've been a you've been a great guest, and we're going to try to continue this process, you know, in this project. Uh, I don't know how much longer, but sure. you've been a terrific guest. Well, and we a, w- we pre- wish you happy birthday. Thank and the best you so of much, luck.
5: and I appreciate all of you talking about it because the way to, to get this, you know, better is to get it out of the shadows and um and, and bring it to the forefront. And you and I, it, it means a lot that you're doing this. Very day. good. So thank thank you, you, Graham.
3: Happy birthday. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Hey, thanks to Graham for being a great guest as the Phillips File takes every Wednesday, the first 30 or 40 minutes or so, to focus on the heroin and opioid crisis in Central Florida. He was absolutely terrific. We've had great guests over the past uh, 13 weeks or so. We'll see whether we continue with this project in the future. Let's get the news right now. The birthdays, the food. Here's Mo.
7: Oh, yes, we have all of it. I will tell you before I forget that today is uh, June 6th, 2018. It's is it D-Day? Yeah, it was D-Day.
3: Today is the day. Correct. When the allied forces led by the great United States of America finally tipped the balance against the axis powers and and, uh, and began really the process of yeah. defeating them in Europe.
7: Okay, but
3: these are these are bonafide American heroes. That's true. Amen. And English and French and Canadian Our
7: allies, yeah. That <laughs>
8: Now we're sort of giving the Bronx. So why is to... Canada trying to start a trade war with us? No, yeah, who
0: do they not. think they are? Yeah, with their, they think they have better coffee than us and everything. At Tim Hortons, that's pretty good coffee. Oh no, I tell you, brother. Oh yeah, the maple
3: syrup—you can't get any better. You know. No, I, I like tell that you one what. with the cinnamon stick in it. I like their bacon.
7: Oh, uh, you do? Yeah,
3: Can the
0: circle eat? bacon. That's, I
7: don't like circle bacon.
8: No, that's great for a sa- an egg sandwich. Yeah, that's Benedict,
0: great. you got to have circle bacon. Egg McMuffin, come on. Yeah, All good time. All right.
7: It is not. It's it's not any of those days. (laughs) Actually, it's Applesauce Cake Day, and I thought that was dopey.
3: Well, people, if you don't know what D-Day is, go to Wikipedia and look it up Uh because you should know. All right. Florida, Jim,
7: is celebrating another tourism record. Governor Baldy announced yesterday that we here in the Sunshine State welcome 33.2 million visitors, and that was just in the first quarter of the year. Wow. That's the largest quarter for visitation in Florida history. Oh, wow. I know. There was a similar increase in passenger traffic at Florida's airports. Orlando International (laughs) Airport led the way with six million passengers. Million. Million. Yeah. Um, Fashion mogul Kate Spade's older sister says that...
3: It's a sad story.
7: Kate's suicide was predictable, she says, blaming it on mental illness that went untreated for years. She referred to marital and financial problems in a suicide note that was addressed to her 13-year-old daughter.
3: Everybody... Has a battle going on? The fifty-five-year-old
7: struggled with depression Everybody. and was self-medicating with alcohol years before her housekeeper found her yesterday in her bedroom with a scarf tied around her neck.
3: Sad, sad, sad. Anybody who oh, gets to that point in their life when this is the only alternative to end the pain, but boy, oh, boy, it's, it really is one of those. We should know better in in some weird sense, but. You know, there's a new report. Nobody saw that coming, except maybe your sister.
7: There's a new report that says um, that the suicide may have been not caused, but um, precipitated because the uh, husband was seeking a divorce. Law law enforcement sources who say Spade was despondent and didn't want her 24 year marriage to end. The two had separated, he was living in a nearby apartment.
3: She had a very difficult time trying to come to decisions, from what I gathered. Oh, yeah. From getting into a you know rehabilitation or getting mental health counseling she just because you know, she had you know she had this stardom about her and right. she didn't you know so many people are she didn't want the public to, uh, to know about to know about mm-hmm.
7: it or demons yeah customers of Florida Power and Light will be getting a slight break on their summer electricity bills it's thanks to the recent overhaul of the federal tax code which lowered the tax rate for corporations like L. yesterday. The Public Service Commission approved reductions in customers' bills tied to the utility's tax savings. If you're an FPL customer, you use about 1,000 kilowatt hours, your mo- your monthly bill will go down, hold on to your hat, 59 cents. Get out of here. In July. Yeah, July.
8: Ooh, boy, oh boy. I, uh-huh. I make that in about a month. Yahoo, Mountain Dew.
7: <laughs> American Idol will begin its second season on ABC with auditions here in Orlando. I
8: was talking about 1,000 kilowatt hours, not oh. the 59 cents.
0: <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, well, never mind.
7: American Idol will have auditions in Orlando and put it in your Franklin Planner on Saturday,
8: August 25th.
0: No, thank you. I'm in.
7: The singing contest. Well, you're not going to be in the singing contest, Jackie.
8: Why? Just I thought you said I've improved greatly you have over improved, the years. But you're
7: still not American Idol. Yeah, I've gotten
8: better. You Thank you. A lot better. Thank. Well, I'll be singing later. But you're well, not so singing you. on American Idol. Stay tuned. Sure. Coming up on today's file. your so not- <laughs> wife
3: been providing you lessons. No, and it's singing too. Oh. He always tells me yeah. to stop. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice.
7: all right. I'm just saying. Write it down. Nah. Write it down. How Saturday, about some food? August twenty fifth. I
3: said that's what cake. I say at home. Applesauce cake. That's today's food day. I already said. I don't even know if that's a food. It's a cake. See, that's why you
0: forgot about it. It's the mm. least memorable food in existence.
3: It's one of the least memorable cakes.
8: Applesauce cake. It doesn't even sound good to me. Matter of fact, that's how I get food at home. I say, right. please make me food or I start singing.
7: Or, or I start <laughs> asking for applesauce cake. Yeah. I don't even know what that I is. Apple a coffee sauce cake. cake
3: before that. I'm yeah, not a big too. fan of coffee cake.
8: I like coffee cake.
7: Former NBA star and friend to Kim Jong-un.
3: That's right
7: will reportedly be in Too Singapore easy. next week. At the same time, President... Says the guy who didn't get him.
3: That's right. Ah. <laughs> mm.
7: He will be in Singapore. Black
3: guy, tall, lots of tattoos, yeah, piercings. Damn, what's his name?
7: Dennis Rodman will be in Singapore the same time a as the Trumpster, while, these, while the Trumpster is holding a summit with Kim Jong-un, who is yeah. Rodman's bud. Now
3: He'll- there's word that the President may invite uh, Kim to Mar-a-Lago.
7: Oh, my God. I am not sure still... Who's paying for the North joke, Koreans, right? right? <laughs> Who's paying for their hotel rooms?
3: I have no idea. They have
7: no money, and I don't even think they have airlines, you know? So there's some airline problem. Well, maybe prop.
3: they'll stiff them like Trump stiffs everybody.
7: Oh, boy. Uh, I don't think they make any plans to pay it back. I mean, it looks like the Trump...
3: Singapore is kicking it in. You know, say, Hey, come visit Singapore. It's a lovely place this time of year. Yeah. Come on down Dennis to Singapore. Dennis Rodman is
7: going to Singapore one day before the Trump meeting. Uh, it's not clear why he's going or what he plans on doing. But I spit
3: the, on the street in Singapore. They'll lash you.
7: Rodman had visited North Korea five times over the last couple of
3: years. Remember that Winter Park kid?
7: Yeah, he spit. He no,
3: got... he did some kind of graffiti. And in Singapore, yeah. oh, they spit. better not spit any gum on the... You know, I thought it was... They yeah. have all these rules, and uh. they'll They'll tie you to a barrel and lash you. Mm-hmm. No whatever happened to him. Mm. That was a big story he for a while. It was big. All right. Birthdays. Maybe we'll uh, get some more news in, I promise.
7: Yeah, I got a lot of celebrity stuff too. we will be like excited what? about. Never mind.
3: Give me a hand. No,
7: I can't. Oh, no, no. right, go to the back. No,
3: Kanye's in the news. No,
7: but the person that Kim, uh, Kim Kardashian went to get commuted was commuted. Yeah. Yeah, Alice Johnson. Uh, I her think sentence- in her case,
3: maybe it was proper. What? For her yeah, sentence she, to right, be commuted. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about uh, uh, right. you know the Susa, the
7: What? What's his name? That job. Oh. Yeah, that's true. And now the number of missing after the Guatemala volcano eruption is up to almost 200. Uh, the sudden eruption killed dozens of people because rocks, gas, and thick, heavy ashes racing down the mountainside and was toppling villages, yeah. literally. Anyway, so now there's the about... a
3: pyroclastic all- flow.
7: That's correct.
3: That's your Franklin
7: plan. Oh, boy. Uh, happy, happy birthday. And Here we I, go. I have lots more news later and lots of celebrity stuff. All but right. We want to wish a happy, happy birthday today to Harvey Firestein.
3: He is now, believe it or not, 66 years old.
0: Ooh. 68. Oh, please. You guys aren't
8: even close. 67.
7: Jim, 64. (laughs) You went the wrong
8: way. Whatever. I didn't go the wrong way. No, he. Uh, Darn it.
7: How about uh, Colin Quinn?
0: Oh. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. With the thing.
8: He was on remote control. Mm. Yeah, he did 54.
0: Oh please! Too young, uh, fifty-six. Too old. Double nickel. Double nickel. Fifty-five.
7: Pinkman. Fifty-nine. Son of a
0: bitch.
7: <laughs> and uh, I dare is... say, comedian.
8: Yeah. Uh, Sandra know. Bernhardt. This game is rigged.
3: Oh. Oh my God.
7: You know who she is, right? Sandra she's, Bernhardt. Uh... No, it's not your turn.
3: Who is it? Pinkman. Pinkman. Oh, Pinkman. Sorry. Oh, come on. Yeah. You Sandra go. Bernhardt. Yeah. You uh, go.
0: She's definitely sixty. I think Jim had a thing I for I think her. she's
3: 63.
7: She is 63.
3: Oh, oh, I did have a thing for her.
7: Sandra Bernhardt? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't oh, you have yeah. Her? yeah, uh, yeah. Well, she yeah, was
3: 23. Yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs>
7: All right, well, that's the Lottie dog Just call me Moira. Hey,
3: Mo, good job. We'll take a little break. We'll come back. We're going to open up the lines. We'll pick one of you at random to play against Pinkman in a bonus round of closest to the Pin as you seek that You Matter business card that will guarantee you good fortune for the rest of your life on Real Radio 104.1. So you weren't the 10th caller and you didn't win the prize you wanted from your favorite radio station. Boo friggin who? There's still a way for you to win. Real Radio.fm keyword contest. Somebody's got to win. Might as well be you. From the...
4: And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim
3: Phillips. Yeah, Kyle's on the line. He's going to play against Pinkman in this bonus round of closest to the pennies, vying for that You Matter business card. If he wins, he gets the card. That card guarantees him good fortune for the rest of his life. Kyle also knows, however, if he loses, it means bad luck for at least 24 hours. Mr. Pinkman, head to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a few minutes to set your handicap for the afternoon. Kyle, how are you this afternoon? I'm good, Jim. How are you? Very well, thank you. Kyle, ten questions, including the famous crow question at the end. Are you ready? Let's go. All right, buddy, a countdown for Kyle, and keep score. In three, two, one, begin. Kyle, there's talk of a Teamsters strike at UPS. The United Parcel Service was founded in what year?
9: 1966.
3: Teamsters president Jimmy Hoffa disappeared in what year?
4: 1954.
3: Jack Nicholson starred as Jimmy Hoffa in the movie Hoffa that was released in what year? 1988. Actor John C. Riley was also in that movie Hoffa. How old is Riley?
5: He is 62.
3: John C. Riley was in the movie Chicago with Richard Gere and Renee Zellweger. What's the population of Chicago? Uh... $5 million. Chicago's called the Windy City, but a tropical storm becomes a hurricane when sustained winds reach how many miles per hour? 110. Hurricane Camille is considered the second most powerful hurricane to hit the United States. What year was that?
4: 1974.
3: Denzel Washington starred in the movie titled The Hurricane. In the millions, what was the budget for that movie? $12 million. American actor Rod Steiger, one of the best, was in that movie. Steiger died in what year?
4: 1992.
3: Get it within 25, you went out right. If Rod Steiger was a crow in West Hampton, New York, his birthplace, you would have to fly how many miles to reach Manhattan? 312. Time. All right. 312. All right. Mr. Pinkman, here he comes. Coming back in. Shouldn't be too difficult, but when you never know. Do do doo dee do, do, do. mister payment has...
7: He's, he's, roll he's the in dice. his chair. He's got his yeah. headphones
3: on, his ah. earphones, whatever you call them. Right. Oh, boy. And you're going to roll the dice. We ah. set it at 18. Whatever you roll will take off I from they're, 18. I
8: think they're earmuffs.
3: I don't know. All these years, <laughs> I never have decided what to call the damn things. All right, roll those dice.
4: Yeah.
3: What do you got?
8: Oh, look at that. A Please, seven.
3: A seven from 18. Lucky hmm. seven. There you go. Yeah. 11.
8: Ah, 11. Oh, no,
7: that's oh, crap. Seven, I have 10 eleven. questions
3: for you, including the crow question at the end. Are you ready?
8: Yes. There we go. Here we go in 3, 2, 1, begin.
3: Pinky, there's talk of a teamster strike at UPS. The United Parcel Service was founded in what year? Uh,
0: 1930.
3: Teamster's president, Jimmy Hoffa, disappeared in what year? 1967. Jack Nicholson starred as Jimmy Hoffa in the movie Hoffa that was released in what year? 92. Actor John C. Riley was also in that movie Hoffa. How old is Riley?
0: 58.
3: John C. Riley was in the movie Chicago with Richard Gere and Renee Zellweger. What's the population of Chicago? 3 million. Chicago is called the Windy City, but a tropical storm becomes a hurricane when sustained winds reach how many miles per hour? 100. Hurricane Camille is considered the second most powerful hurricane to hit the United States. What year was that?
0: That would have been 1998.
3: Denzel Washington starred in the movie titled The Hurricane. In the millions, what was the budget for that movie? 32. American actor Rod Steiger, one of the best, was in that movie. Steiger died in what year?
0: In 2004.
3: Get it Within 25, you'll went outright. If Rod Steiger was a crow in West Hampton, New York, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Manhattan?
0: Uh, one hundred two. Time. Oh boy! Mm. All right. Okay. So um, where we are here. West Hampton. Beautiful during the summer. UPS really? founded
3: in what year? Kyle said. Uh, sixty six. And Pinkman. Thirty.
7: Nineteen oh seven. Pinkman.
3: Jimmy oh, Hoffa yeah. disappeared in what year? Kyle said.
7: Um, fifty four. Pinkman. Sixty
3: seven. Nineteen seventy five. Oh. Pinkman. Oh yeah. Uh, the movie Hoffa was released in what year? Kyle said. Eighty eight. Pinkman. Ninety two. Right on the money, nineteen ninety two. Oh, oh yeah, John 4-0. C. Riley, one of my favorites, was also in that movie. How old is John C. Riley? Kyle said sixty two. Pinkman fifty eight. Fifty three. Oh, pinky. John C. Riley was in the movie Chicago. Remember?
7: I do. Yes. Mister Cellophane or something. Mister
3: Cellophane. Yeah, they called me Mister Cellophane with Richard Gere and H. Zellweger. Mm-hmm. Pretty good movie. Yep. Queen Lotifa in that movie too. I loved well, her. What's the population of Chicago? Kyle said
7: five million. Pinkman. 3 million.
3: 2.7 million. Pinkman Aw, is yeah. winning 6 nothing. Chicago is called the Windy City, but a tropical storm becomes a hurricane with sustained winds reach how many miles per hour? Kyle said? 110. Pinkman. 100. 74 miles per hour. Okay. Pinkman. Hurricane Camille, one of the worst to hit the United States. What year was that? Kyle said? 74. Pinkman.
7: 69.
3: Right on the money. 19.
7: No, I'm sorry. Not, Pinkman said 98. I did, sorry, I read the wrong answer.
3: What year was well,
7: that? I didn't get it. Kyle said? 74. Pinkman said 98.
3: 1969.
7: Then Kyle got that question right.
3: Denzel first. Washington of the movie The Hurricane, played uh, Hurricane Carter, the boxer. In the millions, what was the budget for that movie? Kyle said.
7: 12 million. Pinkman. 32 million. It was $50 million. Pinkman, back to his winning ways.
3: American actor Rod Steiger, one of the best, of course. He was in Mars Good. Attacks, uh, On the Waterfront, uh, Pawnbroker, Broker, Heat of the Night with Sidney Poitier napoleon whatever i'm going on uh that movie was really uh steiger died in what year what
7: di- died yes yeah uh, kyle
3: said 92
7: and Pinkman. 2004
3: 2002 oh my god pinkman Oh man nine. Nine,
7: it's nine to one nine to no, one. no we won. Oh, we got one but this is screwed over pinkman before so this is really it all oh, comes down hell. to this
3: get it within 25 you went out right of rod steiger the great Rod Steiger was a crow in West Hampton, New York, his birthplace. You would have to fly how many miles to reach Manhattan, Kyle said?
7: 312. Pinkman? 102.
3: The answer is 77 miles.
7: And that is exactly 25 miles from the right answer. So because of the crow question, Pinkman wins the game outright. Damn. Kyle, you got
3: burned, and deservedly so. Oh, Your bad wait. luck starts right now. It's
8: within 25 miles. It's
7: 25 the other way, right? I mean, get it Either within way. 25. Either it's 25 way. this way, 25 that way. His is it twenty
8: five that one? Within twenty five, I didn't know yeah. if that counted. No, no, it's, if it's either way, exactly. It's 25. It's either way.
3: yeah. You're over. You're under. Within 25. Yeah,
8: yeah but if it's exactly twenty five away, is it like does within twenty five mean 24 less or less than twenty five? Twenty five
3: or less. A twenty five yeah. or less. Okay, there you go. Sorry yes. about that, Kyle. Uh, yeah. Bad luck for you right now.
8: Remember, close oh. only counts yeah. <laughs> in. Was even going to win anyway? Yeah.
0: Oh, whatever
4: to the pin! Sorry, uh, Kyle.
0: Snap. Pin. That's like winning twice in one game, baby. Twice, yeah, Hey, yeah, by
3: yeah, the twice. way, <laughs> <laughs> the Phillips followers decided to compete against the Monsters in the morning when it comes to these TV theme songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, we are going We're to <laughs> <gonna laughs> stop kick, them. Kick butt. Oh, you would. Oh, my God almighty.
7: So
8: excited! There's
3: a
7: well,
8: little disadvantage here, you know.
7: Why is that? Yeah,
3: you got that right.
7: They got all the good picks first. Well, one, they got first dibs. Hey,
3: if they were listening well, to the Phillips file yesterday, they could have picked up some good theme songs. But no, yeah, they drafted first.
8: Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they came, It was their idea. Yeah, they it drafted is. it. So I we like it. So we're like, hey, there's enough to go around here. That's sure. So we could challenge them. We knew them well enough that
3: they're not gonna, you know, all they're right. not gonna pick anything. We got some yeah. good yeah.
8: options. So they took the first twenty-four picks off the board. Then now we get to pick. Mars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. More on yeah. that later. Okay. Can't wait. Mo, you got any more celebrity news?
0: I do.
7: I really can. I really People love that stuff. I know. Okay, not get uh, The stars of that HGTV show that you love, with the uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines Flip Fixer Upper. Fixer Upper. upper. Yeah. Only a matter of time. I was going to call Flipper Upper. Yeah. Uh, the stars of that show, Chip and Joanna, now have to pay the Environmental Protection Agency. Uh oh for mishandling lead-based paint. Lame. They are. They have been accused of breaking federal rules on their show by failing to adequately prevent lead exposure for workers who are scraping the paint and residents of the homes. Nice They're, going,
3: Chip. And yeah, Joanna. Joanna.
7: <laughs> their company, which is called Magnolia Homes, agreed this week to pay a $40,000 fine, along with spending another 160000 on lead abatement work in their home base of Waco, Texas. I, that lead will
0: mess you up. So you
3: what?
7: They also have to put out a safety video about the dangers of lead paint.
3: All right, okay, that's okay. <laughs> so
7: they're doing they're they, doing the right thing now, but they were made to, and it's it's to the tune of
0: two hundred thousand oh dollars. that's
3: that's pocket change to them now. I oh, that's yeah.
0: true. They're making them make a video. Yes.
3: What do you think their net worth is now? Ooh, a seventy lot, million. A lot, a lot, At
0: least. a lot, a lot. Yeah, it's probably somewhere. Else. Let me check.
7: You got to do them separately though, because.
3: Yeah, because they're going to get divorced any day now. No, no, that's not why. That's just what I'm thinking. Uh, I don't have any, you know... No the, inside yeah, info. Yeah, I don't want any calls from any lawyers or anything. I just, you know... You think
7: they're sweet yeah, together. They're, nah, I, think it's
3: a, I think it's phony baloney.
7: Actor Jared Leto? You know, you really liked him. Leto. Mm-hmm. Leto Leto? Yeah, yeah Leto. Both of them, uh, uh-huh. brothers. He's getting his own Joker movie. Leto uh, played no Batman, in that, in the, uh, the Joker in Batman, in the 2016 movie Suicide Squad, and sources now tell Variety that Leto will Leto will star in and executive produce a standalone movie based on The Joker. It's the second spin off.
3: he the one the won the Oscar? Yes, yeah, so for that he other movie. For Dallas I...
0: Buyers Club. Points. Oh, good. He mm-hmm.
3: yeah, was, was, mm-hmm.
0: was in Fight Club. A good movie. And he's a lead singer He was in, for in Fight Club, band. was he? Yeah, he was the bleached hair guy that got his face
3: smashed by I Edward. don't remember that at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember a lot of the movie, but not that.
8: Have you heard the band 30 Seconds of Mars? He's a lead singer. Yeah. Interesting. I know you know that.
0: Oh, Ooh. I'm just back. Of course you I know up, that. I'm talking to mom and pop. He was in Requiem for I'm... a dream also. Oh, points. But oh. What's
3: her name? Yeah. Yeah, her. the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, with the, the hair. With the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the nose. She was terrific. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was.
7: Singer Ariana Grande. Quickly. I know she's one of your favorites. Says mm-hmm. she's struggling with Can't symptoms of, of post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, after the suicide bombing uh, at one yeah. of her shows last year. 22 people were killed uh, in the blast in Manchester, England. Guilty? In May 2017, she's got terrible PTSD. She told the British, mm-hmm. I mean, British magazines this week, it's hard to talk about the bombing because so many people suffered such tremendous loss. It's and an, an she anxiety says, attack or something. Every time she starts to talk okay. about it or somebody brings it up, she gets all freaked out, PTSD, she starts to cry. She's a mess. Just saying it's oh, sad. It is sort of sad, oh,
3: and this is bad.
7: also the final, the final story that I just could not leave. Sad alone. news lately.
3: That's sad news. Kate Spade story. It's mm. Terribly sad.
7: The Wizard of Oz's last surviving Munchkin is dead at the age of ninety-eight. All
3: right. Now, now we're talking.
7: TMZ reports Jerry Marin, <sighs> who memorably greeted Dorothy to Munchkinland as part of the Lollipop Guild, we. Lollipop uh, Guild. Uh, yeah. He died last week at a nursing care facility in San Diego. Uh, he was reportedly laid to rest over the weekend at Forest Lawn in Hollywood. He was one of more than 100 little people who starred in The Wizard of Oz as Munchkins. Uh, he also appeared on a lot of other shows. The Twilight Zone, Seinfeld, and Bewitched. I don't know what he did on Seinfeld, but it already makes me laugh. He I don't was, know when they had a what, little
3: person. Yeah. He was, uh, he was a Kramer's famous. friend. Yeah. He was no, 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 no. Couldn't have been. No, that guy was younger. We yeah, know. exactly.
7: Well, I don't know. I mean, that was 20 years ago no, or more.
3: Yeah. So he was in his so 70s.
7: The... Could he have been in his 70s?
3: Uh, that... No, at... no, no. He or... wasn't in his 70s on Seinfeld.
7: Well, anyway, there was some little person who was in Seinfeld, and his name was Jerry Mary. Maybe he
3: played the bubble boy.
7: And he died. I don't, <laughs> I don't know.
3: <laughs> you never know. You never saw him. You just saw that. wasn't coming out. He the was moops. the lollipop
7: kid. He was one yeah. of the lollipop kids. And the last... The <laughs> that's thing. a great show, the bubble boy. Yeah, that's a good one. Ha! Uh, <laughs> ha! <laughs> great. Uh
3: so funny. I don't know. And didn't
7: they pull the plug on him or something? Didn't they end up, what was that? Was yeah, it? and they were running they George out? and the rest
3: out, yeah, of, out, yeah, out of the, the town in defra- New right, York. Right, 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 they right. killed the bubble boy. I know. It's the Phillips <laughs> File on Real Radio
4: 104.1. Spanning the World Wide Web to bring you the constant variety of sound, the thrill of victory. I consider myself the lucky man on the face of the earth. And the agony of defeat. Chicken tantra zany. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Damn,
3: those Cheetos were good.
4: Oh boy, I thought you were off the Cheetos. Exactly
3: what I wanted. I thought I was, but I couldn't. It's like, well, you know, you just when you have to have Cheetos, (laughs) you have to have Cheetos. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file.
8: Ah, uh, Jim. It is an important day. We have a lot of audio today. However, we're going to start with looking back and remembering 74 years ago today. Today's a special day in my household. It's my daughter, my youngest daughter's birthday, mm-hmm. but and oh, she's, wow. well, happy she birthday. happy birthday. And she was born on the 60th anniversary to the D-Day invasion. Oh, now I remember that because at the time I had XM satellite radio and I was listening to the 40s channel. And they were just replaying radio reports of the D-Day invasion. Nice, Whoa. right? So, uh-huh. and that was 14 years ago. It was 74 years ago. So, let's take a listen as we remember these true heroes of uh, no doubt about of, modern times here.
1: Vast squadrons of bombers and transports led the way. More than 11,000 planes spearheading the attack. Paratroopers landed in Normandy behind the coastal defenses. Landings made with timing and precision, perfected only
9: through scores of rehearsals.
8: Really? Yeah. Just you know, you talk about nine thousand Allied soldiers killed or wounded on that day, on this day, seventy-four years ago. Wow. Not a lot of
3: uh, film v- uh, footage because most of it went in the drink. It did. Yeah. Um, but you can't imagine how we're going to put you in this uh, in this boat.
7: And right? it's going to open up. And, and you're gonna it's going to open
3: up front. And uh, you're going to have to charge through out, the water and yeah. go through the bob wire and the anti-tank uh, uh, devices and, and stuff like that. And there are people the shooting at you shooting at with you. machine guns uh-huh. and mortars. And good luck to you. I, I think, but they did. I think the
8: that first 15, 20 minutes of Saving Private Ryan right. really kind of brings it all into perspective. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. And it can never, when you're witnessing it from the comfort of your living room really understand what it was like to just to go through they can't hit in word you can't that. even
3: think about trying to understand it because no. there's no way that we can but god bless every every one of them they saved the world they saved the planet from the axis powers absolutely there's no question about that in my mind or in the minds of historians i'm a little bit disappointed that the new york times doesn't have a story on the front page about this yeah. just a little you know a little blurb. this is something that should not be forgotten
8: well, Jim, it is also an anniversary. It was fifty years ago today. Fifty, let's think. Fifty. Wait a minute. Fifty. Uh that puts no. us at sixty-eight. Correct. Yep. Okay. June of sixty-eight. Oh, is it RFK? Robert F. Kennedy won the California primary, was at the Ambassador Hotel mm-hmm. banking all of his supporters
10: i thank
1: all of you who made this possible this evening all of the effort that you made and all of the people
4: whose names i haven't mentioned
1: so uh my thanks to all of you and
7: now it's on to chicago and let's win there
4: so he he leaves the
8: podium Uh and he's at the ambassador hotel it was a minute and 15 seconds later i have the, the straight audio clip you advance it A minute and 15 seconds, and then you hear this.
4: Senator Kennedy has been shot. Is that possible? Is that possible? It's possible. Is it possible, ladies and
3: gentlemen? It is possible. He has not only Senator Kennedy. Oh, my God. Senator Kennedy has been shot. I read it on the air. Did you? I was on the air at uh, WRUF in Gainesville. Mm -hmm. I read that on the air. I read the uh, report that Martin Luther King had been shot to death. Oh my. That's just a old of am, folks. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> now we know. It's college radio. Yeah.
8: So with RFK, he uh, at the time they didn't have secret service uh, protection for the presidential candidates right. mm. uh unless you, unless you were the incumbent. Uh they had he had uh, uh, I think like a former FBI agent. He had Rosie Greer was no a member kidding. of Yeah, you could actually see him in the video standing behind Robert Kennedy at the podium. Rosie Greer And Rafer Johnson was a uh, Olympic gold medalist. Well, they were big
3: Democratic Party supporters. They were Uh helping to lead the charge for African-Americans to get involved in his candidacy.
8: And Rafer Johnson was, uh, you know, serving as one of his security, which you can actually hear in this clip. And this is just seconds after the one we just played you.
10: That's it, Rafer. Get it. Get the gun, gun. gun. Okay, now hold on to the guy. Hold on to him. Hold on to him, ladies and gentlemen hold him hold him we don't want another oswald hold him we don't want another oswald hold him right keep people away from him
8: keep people away from him
3: uh, 1968-69 i'm telling you if you think things are weird now yeah it's hard to explain how i mean king and 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 uh, Kennedy. and Kennedy and lots of people involved in rock and roll and the anti-war movement. I just mm-hmm. it was upside down, topsy turvy. But these were
8: civil rights leaders. And Bobby Kennedy, if you go back and listen to his speeches, he's all talking all about you know uh, helping the pu- the poor. And it's just one of these moments that yes. if that doesn't happen, he's most probably elected our next president. Correct. What happens? Where is life today? It changes with, the whole with,
7: trajectory of our future. Without a doubt. Yeah, if yeah.
8: Robert F. Kennedy was president in 68, mm-hmm. as far as Vietnam goes and everything that yeah, that, the, that followed. It's yeah. the
3: butterfly wings. Yes. I mean, it hadn't Effects. been for certain yeah. individuals uh-huh. who sat down with then Attorney General Robert Kennedy, who was not a great fan of civil rights. Mm-hmm. When he was the Attorney General of the United States under his brother, the President of the United States, he wasn't a big fan of this. He was sl- he slowly came around uh, people he talked to people he was the thing about robert kennedy from what i can always gather is he was willing to listen he might have gotten angry might have lost his temper might have said i don't like this but he would eventually listen and that's that's the metamorphosis uh, metamorphosis of of robert kennedy that's his legacy here's a human being who uh, had one stance and 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 changed for the better well, that was all, yeah, I remember that like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm.
8: All right, well, Jim, let's move on. Also, looking <clears> back <throat> to uh, presidencies yeah. and our past, Bill Clinton, uh, of course, I'm annoyed with him too. Well, he's going to be around, Moira. He's one of the guys you would have done in a phone booth, I, I believe. I Frank would. Bruni,
3: right. Right. of the New York Times, has a great yes. column about him today.
8: Well, he kind of really gave a, a a poor answer when he was put on the spot by uh, when he was on the Today Show. Uh, asked about if he's ever apologized to Monica Lewinsky and he says he's publicly, publicly apologized yeah. but on, you man. know not directly and and just it it was really weak and it kind of gave you the impression that you know I think he's more concerned with how he had been affected exactly. by the whole affair than That's always been uh, his concern. That's always been Bill Clinton. So he's been kind of fine tuning his apology I think uh, because he was on the late show with Stephen Colbert. Here's what I want to say. Yeah. It wasn't
3: my finest hour, but the important thing is that was a very painful thing that happened uh, 20 years ago. And I apologize to my family, to Monica, once again, her family, to the American people. i meant it then, I'm in it now. I've had to live with the consequences every day since.
0: There you go. Oh, go so, away.
3: You, know, so I just, you know
8: His book tour. He's well, he's got a book out. Does. So yeah. he's, you know, you got to sell the book. And so now it's turning, it's going to have to turn into an apology tour. Well, but in, this, got in this that. climate of yeah.
7: Me Too and stuff, that, that sounds very thin and very transparent. And shame on you. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I, I voted for the man. Yeah. I, I, you know, was a big oh, fan I too. of too. But please, please don't come out in this climate in this day and age and say that because you look like a schnook. You know,
3: he starts doing that lip thing and it's, you know, he doesn't have the voice that he used to. And it's, 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 it's old. It's an old, whether you want to call it a routine or not. And well, they were consenting adults. The fact of the matter is the most powerful man on the planet took advantage of a naive starstruck intern. And somewhere along the line, I think we're allowed to say, that just wasn't right, man. Creepy. That's just, yeah, that's just, I'm sorry. That's not right. Well, they were two consenting adults. I would venture to say that most of you, had it been your daughter, you might have a different attitude towards that. So moving on, because he's
8: not the only one with problems in his past and fighting public perception, because it's uh, for... I'm telling
3: you right now, I didn't know the names of those girls.
8: Not talking about you. Oh. I'm talking about one of the many Scott Petersons. There's been a lot of oh. Scott Petersons out there with a lot of problems. Mm. The most uh, recent has been the school resource officer mm-hmm. at uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, uh, it, you know, the Parkland shooting. He was the on-site resource officer who did not charge into the building, has been labeled a coward, yeah. uh, was under inquiry, yeah. decided to retire. But I guess, <coughs> you know, then you are out and you constantly hear people you know, talk about you in, in very negative terms and, and put a lot of the responsibility on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. I think he feels like, I want to do, I want to clear my name to some degree. So he is now out and he was on the Today Show. Here, Scott. The
4: families need to know. I didn't get it right, but it wasn't because of some, oh, I, I don't want to go into that building. Oh, I don't want to face somebody in there. It wasn't like that at all. You weren't scared. No, sc- there was no time. No time, no time to, to be, be scared. scared.
8: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard that. So uh, he went know. on. Yeah. I don't know. But he talked about there being, you know, it was a communication breakdown, which forced
4: yeah, them Yeah, they to... told him
7: he was already out of the building. Yeah. They told people that. That's yeah. what he says. Yeah. And the video. No, they... no yeah.
4: real time intelligence whatsoever. About a shooter inside the building. Inside the building or even at the school. Exactly.
8: So he talked about. I don't know. Yeah, he talks about why he didn't go into the building.
4: I believe there was a sniper. So in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, there's possibly maybe somebody up in there shooting out, but I didn't think they were shooting at the kids. I thought they were shooting out at the building.
3: You know, so what do you You never do know it? what
7: you're going to do in an emergency. You do That's you not what
3: that know, version. and uh, you, you simply, well, you, know, you got to, I guess, take him at his word. I mean, it's just, the whole thing is crapple. All right, you're you ready
7: know, for, he's already out of work. I mean, what, well, I mean, what else do you, you want know, from him? A pint of blood? I mean,
3: yeah, he's got to live with this for the rest of his life, yeah. and uh, you know I don't know whether he's looking for some kind of absolution or who knows. I, I think you're. I don't know. I don't know if anybody knows what they would do in that situation, and People he might be absolutely game, correct. Though. That here's yeah. what was going on. Here's my thought process. Here process. Here's what was happening. It turned and, out not and to here's be correct. Right, and here's but, the yeah. here's the action I took. But I also think you, you can't fault any parents
8: of any slain child. I agree with you who saw that as being their best hope at at protecting their children.
3: I agree with you as well. I think there's many different facets to that particular story that will never be satisfied.
8: All right, uh, let's get some rapid-fire audio here. Let's go to sports involving the White House, you know, the whole uh, uh, issue of President Trump and the Philadelphia Eagles. They were going to reduce the amount of people coming. Trump said, no thank you, and he blames them for standing up their fans. And so as that settles down, LeBron James uh, speaks (laughs) up. We had uh, uh, that—we mentioned it yesterday, but here's— uh, greatest basketball player ever, yeah. mm-hmm. King James, talking about it and saying no one's going.
4: I mean, I know no matter who wins this series, no one's no one wants to invite anyway. So it won't be Golden State or Cleveland going.
8: Mm-hmm. So there you go. But it's kind of a bold statement, no matter who wins the series, because LeBron James is, you know, without a doubt, the leader of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Sure. But amongst his peers, he I'm sure he's considered a leader as the, uh, you know, greatest basketball player, you know, of our time. Um, however, it's pretty likely that the Cleveland Cavaliers are not winning this series. So really what he's doing is speaking on behalf of Them. the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, I think, important and telling when Steph Curry, the star of the other team, right. backed him up. Oh.
2: I mean, I hope to be in, in that situation and win two more games where we win a championship and obviously know what what comes with that. But I don't think, uh, I think I agree with Bron. Um,
3: pretty sure um, the way we handled things last year, kind of stay consistent with that. Sports so more than ever has become politics. Yep. It's become political.
7: But he did back up LeBron and said, yeah, we're not interested in that either.
3: You but know, I, I mean, it, you know, there is a certain sadness to that as well. I mean, I understand, I understand the protests, and I happen to agree with them. You know, if you want, I just, I just do. I mean, uh, this country was built on protest and demonstration, and this faux patriotism mm-hmm. that the NFL more than anybody else foists on people. For what reason, I am not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the national anthem really wasn't being played at uh, sporting events until at, during World War II. I don't know why we continue with this where we i think I think we cheapen the national anthem to a degree all right. all right everybody we we want you to we want you to stand and uh and we're gonna almost force you to do what we want you to do. We want you to be patriotic it's yeah. nonsense it's phony baloney is what it is
8: Jim I'm not sure if every national champion gets an invite to the White House but one school will get the, their first chance to find out. Congratulations, ladies and gentlemen, to FSU. Oh, mm-hmm. lady move.
10: And on the 10th trial, the Florida State Seminoles have won their first national championship.
8: That is women's softball. The Florida State Seminoles defeated Washington 8-3. They claim the school's First women's college World Series championship. Whether they get that invite, we will see. Congratulations eh. to them. Mm. You gonna say something there? No, no. Now
3: more women. Uh, uh, there's an grunting. increasing number of uh of hardball yeah. uh, teams in uh, women's collegiate sports All now, right. and it's, they're saying, "Why not? Why shouldn't we be?"
7: A- and boys play what's softball. That's the, yeah. the
3: thing with softball. I don't think I don't think there are many, if any, real like intervars male- even. Intermural, yeah, but I mean, not, not intercollegiate dis- softball Division games. One
8: softball.
3: Okay. But, Finally, but the women are saying, hey, we can play baseball too. We can play softball. We can play baseball.
8: This is a video uh, uh, Dave Green, who works here, uh, shared with me a while back. I I just I found it. I posted it on our website yesterday. It's still up there, realradio.fm. Click on the Phillips file. But we ran out of time yesterday. So uh, take a listen. Tell me what you hear. All right. Mm hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. here you go. You tell me. Okay. What you hear? What I hear. Oh, when you hear it, I will.
3: Oh, hold on. Oh, no, yeah. oh, I know exactly
7: what
3: it is. Yeah, I think I. Yeah, that's come. a toucan. That is a bird of South America that's burping.
7: I thought it was a dog snoring.
3: Oh yeah, it's pretty regular.
7: It's dog snoring.
3: Yeah, and it's, it's that the, sleepy time oh, music.
7: Yeah, that music. All right,
3: somebody's sleeping, snoring.
7: It's a snoring dog or something.
3: It's a pig. It's a it's camel. A,
7: it's not a snoring camel. It's a, pe- oh. <laughs> it's a person. Oh.
8: It's a person doing Dave that Green? burp. It is uh-huh. not Dave Green. It's a burp? It's a person burping. Oh. But what they are doing is burping in a field of cows, and the cows are coming to him because he is uh-huh. You know when you, oh, you like people call. will go up and go, Moo. He is using that burp as a call to cows, <laughs> and they Funny. respond, and you can see the video of the cows responding Sweet. to the guy burping. RealRadio.fm, click on the Phillips file. That's your audio file for today. like day.
3: getting a squirrel out of the tree. All you do is take two poker chips and knock them together.
8: <laughs> Rub nickels, I thought. No,
3: you got to tap them. Oh, Get that squirrel going, out. you know what I mean? Oh, I tell you. Tap on them poker chips, and then, oh, dinner time. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Check up the news, here's Big Daddy.
2: Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A brother and sister wrote on their mother's obituary that the world is a better place without her because she abandoned them as children. It's like the old proverb says, always think twice before you abandon your children. Next, a pizzeria is going to start offering pizza bouquets and boutonnieres for newlyweds. Right. Nothing says romance like getting pizza grease on your nice wedding clothes. Finally, barbershops are now offering Brodox which is Botox for men. At last, we're getting back to the old days of barber surgeons. Dang hipsters. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. Apply
3: directly to the brain. Directly to In a small brain. amount of people, there is a the slight brain. chance of Applied life-threatening nosebleed.
0: Toll-free, 888-978-1041. Real
3: Radio, 104.1. From... here's what's happening. i tell you right now. uh, The Monsters came up with, uh, Russ and the Monsters came up with a great bit, a great uh, uh, competition. And I went in. (laughs) Talked about this yesterday. And this is the uh, TV theme song competition. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you were listening to the program yesterday, you probably were sending us texts, and what about this and what about that? And where are we now? Are they willing to allow us to uh, get involved?
8: Yes, actually, this benefits them because what they've done is they've also expanded their competition. Mm -hmm. Right? Because they, uh, you know, Savannah and and Vince were both on the show today, and everyone took four, so they're up to uh, twenty-four selections they've uh, made in draft style. You know, they kept going around, and so each of the six.
3: Picked four, but they yes. can't pick anybody no. else's. Right. You pick okay. one at a time. Once
8: they're off you, the table. You can't yeah. duplicate someone because you wouldn't want the same song going up against the same song. Right. Right? right? So just like, you know, the NCAA uh, tournament. The bracket. Yeah. yeah. So what we need to do I got four. I got four. is to balance it out.
7: We can only have two teams We can have,
8: we need two teams. Our show needs to represent two teams on four on each team. So... We need eight total picks. So if you and Moira are a team, and Pinkman and I are a team, yeah. okay, I, yes, Mo.
7: Um, if you don't want to divide it up that way, we could just have file one and file two. If you don't, you know, we have eight, if you have eight songs that you really think are strong.
3: I have four songs that I think are extremely strong, and two more that are pretty, pretty strong. strong. Well, so I, if, I got four that I think are
7: are winners. Yeah. All right. So if yeah, you want no to put four on this list. And then you have two, and then we'll we'll flesh out two more and put it on that team. File one, file two. I'm not sure we have to be divided no, up. It's not
0: as fun if we're not competing, though.
4: Me 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 me. I'm
0: all just saying. Right. Why
8: the hell did if I spend if, all day listening <laughs> to theme songs if I was, you know? Yeah. You know. If, if we okay, I've well, been thinking about this all night.
4: Jim picked
0: them all, if so we're it's playing. Like... We're in it to win it.
3: All right. You want so where do you want you want me to throw one out? All right. Yeah. You want to. Pick one, start off. Yeah, I'll say Hawaii five zero.
0: Damn
8: it, son of a oh. bitch!
7: All
0: right, I'll anymore. say
8: mash. Oh. All
3: right. Oh, I
0: didn't know we were letting the same team go twice. Oh, wait, that. wait, wait! Oh, we're yeah, going yeah. around the circle. Well, that's too. Now. Yeah, you team don't ought get two picks. Oh, I see, sir.
3: I don't say mash. That would uh, uh, that would be no. Right.
8: What? No, that's exactly what we should do. Bankman, you want to do it? Yeah.
0: you, um, you want. Match.
3: He's never even seen an episode of that, so that doesn't mean I don't understand its merit. Tell me, this is not. I mean, I've seen the list from the monsters.
7: Some of them are weak, not for nothing.
3: Fail. All right, so
7: that's the first one on the list. Angel. What's up, Lucas?
8: Yeah, come
7: on,
3: Angel.
8: Might have been a
7: favorite show and all, but
3: mm -mm. sorry.
8: And so, yeah, there's strategy because what's going to happen is people are going to get to vote online, and there'll be head-to-head competition. So it could be. How a mash against house.
3: All right. What do you want to pick?
8: All right. Pick you want to go. Uh,
0: you pick yours. What was on our list? Anyone you want. One.
8: The one you like best
0: out of the ones you were naming. <laughs> you're not going to get any help oh from me. God.
8: Oh, you're really going to take my list.
0: We both wrote this together. You did write it together. Uh, we, we all did. did yesterday. One. I'm going to pick law and order.
8: Ha! What? Oh, oh, yeah. What a oh, crappy a pick. pick. Oh, that's
0: a crappy pick. a Is that our right. pick? I think.
8: Do you one even one. know what that is? Yeah.
0: Everyone loves the Law and Order theme song.
8: That was our first pick, Law and Order. I knew I give me my list. Well, back. why'd
0: you let me pick?
8: All right, maybe we
3: won't put that. That's out. a keeper.
7: Everyone knows it. I, I think. you're... Okay. All right. I'll let just... you pick. All right.
3: All right. Go ahead. Who's gonna got? pick next okay. for us?
7: I am. Oh, I am. They didn't pick Mash.
8: No, we did not. All right. Then I'm gonna pick Mash. Okay. They got Mash. <laughs> nice try. Okay. All right. Okay. Scratch that. Okay. What do you want to do? All right, I think our pick is going to be uh, uh, this one right here.
1: Exciting and. New. Oh, that's a good one. I have
4: that day. Come
3: aboard. That's good, but it's not. We're is that as good as the one that I'm going to pick
4: next?
3: In love.
8: Sung by Mo Jack Jones. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh-uh. We've mentioned more time Sorry. in the past 2 weeks. All right, so that's love boat. <laughs> no. Love boat for uh Number 2. Team that's and what Jack. you want Okay yeah.
3: cuz nobody's going to a, a love boat convention but everybody in the world's a Star Trek fan. I say the theme song from Star Trek is on our list.
10: Yeah, Star Trek. Really? Star Trek.
3: You got that right, baby. All right. Is that anywhere? Mhm. right. wait. Somewhere.
7: It's a good one. Oh.
3: Come on! Come on! Oh, How we got this nail.
8: That's totally a winner. Okay, Pinkman, let's let them know what our next selection is.
4: Go!
0: <laughs> Is that not what we decided? It's be- on? Wait, it's better be the old one. Yeah.
8: It is, I hope. That's
7: what we said. We've
0: got to get through the military jets and everything.
3: Huh? Are you sure? Are
0: the- oh, yeah, bro.
8: Are you ready? Way to queue Here
3: it up. It yeah, the new one or the old one?
8: Here. Yeah, that's a no, good choice. No, 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 this no, is no, 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 no. The original. That is the original.
3: No, oh, you didn't pick the original.
0: original. Oh, my God. No, we're taking the, the wrong one. No, that that was, was the original. original.
8: No. He thought he had the right one. We didn't up. announce it yet. No. He's just playing the wrong <laughs> oh, thing. Oh, yeah, Come okay.
0: Yeah. Uh oh. Uh, oh,
4: man. You, uh, you stink oh, at this. That's it,
8: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, it's not even this one. Oh, you guys, you can't even pick it out. I got it okay pretty sure you do
3: yeah. i don't know This it. you know whether it's us no or whether or it's our colleagues over there we've got this knocked <laughs> don't we
7: that's it's, why i said um all
8: right let I me think, see I, hold on i think i have it. you only have one more pick this was that was 1989 to 05 i think oh i know what our last one needs to be pinkman all I, right, I, but, like, I, think, I think we should go next. I got one. You don't go next. Why not? Why'd you get I first think pick? Be, uh... You on the show or something? No.
3: You don't. Mm-mm. What do All you right. think? This. Which one? Oh man. Wait.
0: Oh, the... oh man. Unless they screw I us. Unless they screw us here. Know.
8: Oh, what? Oh, that's solid. Oh man, I didn't even think of that.
3: All right, okay, oh, I'll go Dan, with you. That is a good one. All right, we'll go with Sesame Street.
8: Sesame Street. We'll go with it. All right. All right, enough. We'll we'll take your Sesame Street, right? Okay. And yeah. we'll see you what? Uh, we will counter your Sesame Street. Let me turn oh, off Monday Night Football. We'll
0: Shut counter. Up
8: already, your... Big Bird. Oh, sorry.
0: What? You're in charge of the device. <laughs>
7: Oh, oh, that's good. That's good. But that is That's strong. It's not Sesame Street. But it's all right.
3: It's strong. What? No, all of a... our picks are a lot stronger. Yeah, strong.
0: Better really than think. Sesame
3: Street. What do they pick?
8: I don't know. When, when you look at it, SpongeBob. I think Sponge, that's a good one. That Angel is really a good. Wire. One. That's goofy. Okay, that is. What's See, up, logos? Uh, but Angel, Angel even said after that because when Russ challenged him on it, he's like, "Well, I picked the songs I like." Carlos picked Ducktales. Yeah. Yeah. Dukes of hazard. that's a pretty good pick I, I wanted that one Dukes Hazard is an outstanding pick But DuckTales appeals to a, a, a 90s yeah. yeah, that's true Television audience huh? Russ's
3: number one pick is Sopranos I think that's a good pick as well and I From think there that, it went um, downhill
8: I think his Cops is
3: good He's got that Sopranos, a Cops, the A-team, and Good Times A-team's yeah. a good one
7: uh-huh. Savannah has Friends and the Adams Family Which I thought was great yeah. snap. Yeah. You know,
3: all
8: of that That's a good one
3: Yeah so that I could think be, she yeah, That could strong... be a little dated, though.
8: Well, Dirty Jim, Gilligan's Island, yeah. Beverly Hillbillies, Miami Vice—all iconic
3: shows—and
8: mm. SpongeBob. Mm. I think uh, I think Dirty Jim pretty much has, a, has a, top to bottom the strongest. Category. I think Miami
3: Vice is uh, top to bottom. He's got good picks. I yeah. think Miami Vice is is one of the top four or five. I yeah, don't yeah, think there's yeah, any think question about that. Right. We'll win this.
8: But I, I and uh, on Angels between
7: thick, us, I think we're very strong. I really I like
8: Barney Miller.
7: Oh, who's got that?
8: Angel.
3: Uh, No, I don't.
8: Carlos says the Jeffersons. So we're moving
7: on up. I think the
3: Jeffersons is more recognizable than Barney Miller. (gasps) Oh, I don't know. What? Mm -hmm.
7: That's blasphemy. But that Barney Miller
3: hasn't been around. I mean, it's on reruns, of course. Yeah. there's a you know there's a certain age group they if you said hey how about that Barney Miller they go oh what what are, what are you even talking about mm-hmm. I have no idea no there are some that I are- thought maybe we we'd be better off with something a little bit more contemporary like games Game of Thrones but meh. I mean people love that program
8: so out of if you're looking at 32 selections made no Andy Griffith no nope. no Knight Rider no Magnum PI yeah. No All in ones. the Family. No Freeze
3: Company. No There's... Charlie's Angels. No Green Acres. No Bonanza. No All in the Family. Did no. you say that? Yes, he did. No
8: Rawhide. Yes. Oh, so, Rawhide in the office, You too. guys have MASH. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Monsters yeah. took Cheers today. All right. Squid Billies. I've never heard of that before. Is. I have no idea what that is. I saw that I on the list.
3: Savannah so, um, has them. What all the right. Heck? Take a little break. That's our list. We'll see how that works out. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Yeah. <laughs> to win your way to our
2: iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. I got guns in my
4: head and they won't go. Spirits in my head and they won't go. I got guns in my head and they won't go. Spirits in my head and they won't. And they won't. I love this TV theme song.
3: <laughs> one of my favorite shows. What is it? Show. I never
8: the, Okay, it. so the
3: Texters... It's from the uh, Reckoning, which was a five-part series on um, Netflix. Ovation.
7: I oh, I don't know. Okay.
8: <laughs> so the Texters, Real Mobile, 77031. Yeah, they well, they, they can text any time, of course. So. Uh-huh. Wait, Wait, can I propose like a rule
3: sure. based on the Texters that any that the two teams here oh. have the option of dropping one and uh, and... And Something taking a suggestion far... if we think, oh, my God, I never thought of that. Well,
8: yeah, about that, I've already submitted these God. to the Game Master. Son
3: of a gun. Uh,
8: however, God. the one that I really like that I really regret not picking forgot a, about allowing Pinkman to take Law and Order.
0: What? That's a good one.
8: No. Mission
3: Impossible.
7: Oh, yeah, that is good.
3: Yeah, that's good. That's iconic. I don't Whatever. know if it's better than Star Trek.
8: though.
7: Let me ask you a question. Is What is the rule on these songs? Are they being compared as iconic songs? No. Nope. Recognizable songs? Nope. What? What's better? Better meaning what?
3: It, it's subjective. Like, yeah, which one's the bestest? It's by whoever's voting, Whatever, whomever might people be voting. vote, and mm-hmm. whoever thinks you know they what? like this better than the other one. That's all.
0: Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, but I, I agree. We should have went with this. Oh, should have gone with. Now we should have went with. Oh, that's the
7: right. went team. That's it. The went gone team. Team, team went. <laughs> team went. George went. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, points! Somebody took that already. <laughs> uh...
8: Yeah, cheers one to Carlos from the Monsters. Yippee. (laughs) Mm.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's no question whether it's uh, Phillip's Foul Team 1 or Phillip's Foul Team 2. We've got this now. I think so. And they can say, well, they had more time to think about it.
8: not really. What are all these noises?
0: Yeah, what's happening? You playing piano? What are you
8: doing? I was
7: trying to. (laughs) She's playing a game. What what game is that? No, I'm not. I'm trying to get rid of that sesame (laughs) seed.
3: You playing Candy Crush? What are
0: you doing?
8: I do play Candy Crush, but not now. Really? Yeah,
0: I love it. I didn't know people still played that yeah, song I yesterday.
8: I know. Get Smart, WKRP in Cincinnati, yeah, LA Live. Yeah, it's good, but yeah. not, not, top Stones, of, not top of the...
0: I love Lucy.
7: Did they have a theme song?
8: I love Lucy. Yeah. Da-da, 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 da-da. Right. Somebody has the Jetsons? Yep. Well, no. No, no, no one Jefferson's. has it. Yeah, no one has the Jetsons. It was... His that boy,
7: Elroy. Also proposed. daughter Judy? Jane, his wife. Oh. Da, 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 da. oh
8: what? Yeah, and by the way, uh, people down, texting everybody. Fresh Prince of Bel Air was chosen it.
7: yeah, on the monsters a... today yeah, by Vince. Yeah, that's yeah. That's a good one though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no?
3: That's not gonna come in number no. one, do you think? Well you
7: don't know if it's up against some dud, it might win their round, but then it has to go on, right? Is that how it is? You win a round. Oh my gosh.
8: What? I can't believe it. What? What? How did Russ not take Batman?
3: Oh. Well, i don't know, Hi,
8: yeah, we, know. we don't all
3: have to sing the you know the song i, I promised think we...
8: earlier i was gonna sing today jim
3: yeah well i'm tired of it already <laughs>
8: <laughs> that's how i get food at home oh boy honey make me food no i'll sing i think
3: dirty jim might have the best uh, pick
8: top to bottom i like his four i think Vice. his selections are the strongest
3: <laughs> anyway Thanks to uh, Graham for showing up earlier on the program as we continue, continued our series of interviews on the opioid and heroin crisis in uh, Central Florida every Wednesday. We take 30 minutes or so, to, sometimes 40. And you know, I'll do an interview of recovering addicts and uh, people involved in the rehab industry and this and that and whatever. He was absolutely terrific. Mm-hmm. Had a big problem with uh, cocaine and uh, got that cleaned up and for about 10 years. And then, poof. Uh, How's it go? Oof, you know, went over (laughs) the ledge. He did. He said he burned out. hit rock bottom with uh, booze and pills. Mm
7: -hmm. And stole them from his friends, never paid a nickel. Yeah. He went to people's houses, opened up their medicine cabinet, and took it out of there.
3: Well, it's uh, it's about no straight and narrow, but, you know, he's open and honest, and uh, it's his birthday tomorrow, so happy birthday, Grant.
7: Happy, happy.
0: Happy birthday.
3: Today's D-Day, the anniversary of D-Day. 74 years ago, right? Yes. Jeez, can you imagine? No. I want you to get in this little, we call it a landing craft. So, we want you to get in there, okay, with your rifle and your ammunition. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to drive it to this beach. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't want to get you too uh, nervous, mm-hmm. but there are German soldiers up on the bluffs uh-huh. with machine guns and mortars and howitzers and all manner of stuff. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it's not, you can't just, you know, move right up the beach because there's a barbed wire. And there's anti-tank devices and there are mines and there are a whole bunch of things going on. But, you know, press onward. Semper Fi. And, uh, you know, we don't know what the ratio is, but uh, probably um, maybe one out of five will make it.
7: Oh, not even.
3: I don't know what. Yeah, I thought it was less uh, than I that. No, I have no idea, but. Uh,
7: I watched Saving Private Ryan.
3: Horrific. Yeah. And uh, True Heroes, there's no question about that. They mm-hmm. stomped out the Nazi boot.
7: Hi, Yeah. True,
3: sure. and in the Pacific as well. Well, uh, and uh, you know we, you know, his history. You know, as it, as it goes farther and farther back, we tend to, you know, forget about things like this. You know, and I'm thinking, geez, when I was, you know, a teenager, these guys had just been, you know, twenty years or twenty five years out of the war. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a blink of the eye. Right. No wonder they were torqued off at the hippies. That <laughs> oh, was a different value system. Right. Anyway, anything else?
7: Uh, no. Oh,
3: Kate Spade. Hold on. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, how I much did she see? get in the paper? Uh, let me check it. Oh,
7: good question. <sighs> Points.
3: Oh. What? I don't know. I you just, know as well as I, I do, this is how we judge your worth while you've been on the planet.
7: Uh-huh, that's right.
3: Uh, by the amount of ink. That you get in the obituary section of the New York Times. What did everybody uh, think? I think we. Oh,
8: that's right. Start Uh, on
7: the front, right? We all said start on the front? I
8: think Moe and Pinkman were full page. I think I went to like three quarters. I
0: said full page, four photos. Yeah.
8: And Maury said
3: triple truck. No, I did You're all saying that no. the Starts story on begins the on the front page? Yes. Anybody want to say photograph or no photograph? Photographs. Yes. 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 No photograph. Oh, oh yeah. Thanks, Points. Uh-huh. Headline Kate Spade, a designer famous for vibrant bags, is yes. found dead. The story goes to, let's turn to the page. Uh-oh. See what's happening here. And what do you say again?
7: We say either a page or a three quarters and about three or four photos.
3: <sighs> you want to give me a percentage?
7: Oh, uh, well,
3: that's hard to do, too. Mm. All right, she's got... Um, How many pictures? Well, there's one full page with a nice big photograph, and there's a photograph of some of her handbags. Mm-hmm. So it's really three photographs with her in it. Another photograph of, the, of some of her handiwork handiwork, or handbags right. that were, became uh-huh. so ubiquitous and famous in the uh, mid-1990s. That's one full page. Then the story extends no. over to a second page, not the whole second page, but what, about a third of it, a quarter Which of one? it? Which one is that? that? Right oh, it here. is
7: double truck, too. Look at that. Yeah, so there it you go. goes across the fold, Jack. So,
3: this is a big, big deal. This is a big double story, truck. certainly Hold in the fashion it. industry. Yeah, but I not meant, quite.
8: I, I mentioned trucks. Points.
7: <laughs> yeah, points. <laughs> Wait a minute.
3: So uh, there you go. Oh. Jack wins. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, he's a big uh, Kate Spade fan. I, I am. Know. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got the phone What do you think case? those handbags are going for on eBay?
0: Oh, a lot. Yeah, oh. Kinda, think so? Yeah. It's kind of creepy, true, though, yeah, isn't it? Is, yeah.
8: Well, it's creepy if anyone started their post after the announcement of her death. I'm sure they did. Because right.
7: they're it, trying right. to make some case. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
8: yeah. yeah. Because I remember after the Columbia disaster, there was someone uh, on eBay, there was a Columbia mem- uh, coin, that, and people were just, Uh, crucifying this person because they were trying to sell Columbia memorabilia. Mm -hmm. You know, but if you look at the post was like three days before Mm -hmm. the the shuttle. Yeah, they're
3: putting it up there (laughs) because the shuttle was going up. Right. (laughs) Not blowing up, but going up. All right. Good enough. We'll take yeah. a little break. Come yeah. back. A regular round of closest to the pin. Don't forget Scott Maxwell. We talked to him today. Shot doctors coming by. We've got the five minute professor. PPT. Oh, my God. I'm out of breath. It's the file on Real Radio <laughs> 104.1.
4: And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong. It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get late. It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right. You've got that right. The game is closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. This is
3: a very, very difficult game to win, primarily because you're playing against me <laughs> it's a regular round of closest to the pin today i'm playing against patty davis the backup what's the prize
0: we have a pair of tickets to the advanced screening of jurassic world colon, fallen kingdom on tuesday <laughs> june 19th at amc altima 18 the park is gone there's no more island welcome to jurassic world From executive producer Steven Spielberg, Universal Pictures presents the biggest adventure of the summer. Mm. Jurassic World, colon, Fallen Kingdom. In theaters, Realty 3D, Dolby Cinema, and IMAX, June 22nd, rated PG-13.
8: Can't wait. I'm going. Let's get Patty on board. Hello, Patty. Hello. How are you guys today? If you're sitting next to me at the premiere, I don't want you talking during the movie, okay? Oh, well, that's not what you said the last time. Easy. Ah! That was the... That was a different movie, but this um, one I want to pay attention to. All right. So, Patty, here we go. D Day Remembered. Good answer, Patty. D Day Remembered is the category, and it's sent by Brad, co producer for All Things Remembering D Day. 74 years ago today, the a pivotal point in world history. Facts and figures about D Day. Are you ready to go, Patty?
1: Yes, I'll try
7: to remember back that far.
8: Okay, maybe Moira can be a hey, lifeline. Hey, wait a form. minute. I'm not in it. Here we go. In three. Two, one. D-Day was the start of Operation Overlord. How many beaches were used in the assault? Six. During 1943 and 1944, how many American servicemen arrived in Britain to take part in the landings? 20,000. By 1944, over 2 million Allied troops were in Britain in preparation for the invasion. How many countries were represented? Seven. How many thousand ships carried men and vehicles across the English Channel to support the D-Day invasion?
1: Oh, my God. Um, 100,000.
8: How many Allied troops landed on Normandy that day? 15,000. Fine. Okay, Patty, got your answers locked in. Got your time recorded. I will write that down. We'll oh, boy. Bring Jim back in. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thanks, Brad. D-Day, very timely, yeah. 74 nice. years ago today, the largest naval, air, and land operation in history.
0: Brad is very on top of it.
8: Yeah, he is, very much
0: so. He plays golf and he does this. What's that? Brad, he's an international man of mystery.
3: Yeah, okay.
8: Jim, your category submitted by Brad. D-Day Remembered. Yep. Facts and figures about D-Day in reference to the 74th anniversary of this pivotal point in world history. Give you a little fact. It was actually scheduled for June 5th. However, weather did not cooperate. Huh. Interesting. So it was delayed a delay day. That is the
3: worst. Operation Overlord.
8: Shall we begin? Yes. In three, two. One. D-Day was the start of Operation <laughs> Overlord. How many beaches were used in the assault? Six. During 1943 and 1944, how many American servicemen arrived in Britain to take part in the landings? 200,000. By 1944, over 2 million Allied troops were in Britain in preparation for the invasion. How many countries were represented? 10. How many thousand ships carried men and vehicles across the English Channel to support the D Day invasion? 15,000. How many Allied troops landed in Normandy that 25,000. day? 25,000. Time. Time. Got it. Whoa, 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 I have whoa. no idea.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do whoa. you mean? Whoa, whoa, I don't know. I
8: have Jim's time, however, I am adding five seconds as a penalty for him being him.
3: Is that Patty, Patty?
7: Yes, Patty, Patty.
3: Patty, Patty. It is. Patty. Yeah. Nice
0: but lady. Let me just
8: say she's smart. Don't ask her about the last time we went to the movies. Mm-mm. Why? I don't want her talking about it. What? All right, here we go. Mm. You were there, Pinkman. Come on. Oh, who could forget? No, I'm not talking about the movies. I'm talking about what she said. Never mind. Let's get on with it, shall we? D-Day. Am I right? Remembered. Thank you. Ah, for your service does not quite seem adequate enough when you are remembering what they went through on that day. Right. They are dying at a... At a Unbelievable rate, but there are still Ugh. many World War II veterans alive. Um, here we go. Jim D-Day, yeah. as you mentioned, the start of Operation Overlord. How many beaches used in the assault? Mo, what would they say? They both said six. The answer was five.
7: Ooh. Utah, oh. Omaha,
8: Gold, Juno, and Sword. Sword. Five is the answer. They each get a point. It's one to one. So nice. Easier to storm than others. I see.
3: Indeed. I- mm.
8: In nineteen forty three and forty four, how many American servicemen arrived in Britain mm. to take part in the landings in one way or another? Okay. Mm-hmm. How many? I think she was under. She said twenty thousand. Yeah, and Jim said two hundred thousand. One point four million. Let's mm-hmm. give that point to Jim. All right, yeah. I'll take it. both way Points. under. Mm-hmm. Points. Yep. Nine million tons of supplies and equipment crossed the Atlantic from North America to Britain. Mm. Wow. By nineteen forty four. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Over 2 million Allied troops were in Britain getting ready for this invasion. How many countries in total were part of that? Did that represent? Patty said seven. That's a good guess. Ten. Twelve is the answer. Jim gets a point. It's three to one. How many thousand ships carried men and vehicles across the English Channel to support the D Day invasion? So, how many ships bringing all of the men and equipment over? Yeah. Patty said. She went I think she went a little high. Hundred thousand. Jim. Fifteen thousand. Five thousand. Jim gets that point. It's four to one. Sorry, Patty.
3: Oh, Patty. How many uh, Allied
8: uh, troops landed in Normandy that day? Yeah. How many? Patty that said. Day, fifteen thousand. Jim. Twenty five thousand. One hundred fifty six thousand one hundred and fifteen. Okay. Seventy three thousand Americans. Yes. Twenty three thousand of that were airborne. Oh, I see. Amazing. Uh huh. And of course, we mentioned earlier nine thousand uh, 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 dead and wounded casualties mm. that day. Uh,
6: mm. uh,
3: Jim, Jim, you win, the you game?
7: win uh, five to one.
3: Well, you know, I'm, I'm so disappointed about it. I uh-huh. mean, I realized it was You're you like know Patty, a though. serious part of history, you know. and I like Patty a lot. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, I'm
7: the oh boy, I am the greatest. I will woman. I can't
3: lose. Okay. We're giving the prize to somebody. though. I
7: win.
4: Yeah. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Pin, pin, pin. pin. i I knew it. You're all in cahoots. Let me tell you something, Mr. Crowd. I fought your kind in the great We kicked the living out of you. Over there. Over there. Send the word. Send the word. Over there.
5: Nazi ain't got no humanity. They're the foot soldiers of a Jew hating mass murdering maniac, and they need to be destroyed. That's why any and every some bitch we find wearing a Nazi uniform, they're gonna die. Woo! Okay.
3: Alright, let's get an update on the news right now. We'll switch it over. Don't forget, we're gonna talk to Scott Maxwell in a couple of minutes. Here's Big Daddy.
2: Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. An art exhibit at London's Hayward Gallery had a delayed opening after a rotting fish display caught fire. The display was a bunch of bedazzled dead fish. Methinks someone may have lit it on fire on purpose. Smells fishy to me. Next, a Burger King in Delaware has shut down after a video surfaced showing rodents running through the hamburger buns. Well it seems that perhaps maybe you can't have it your way now. Finally, speaking of having it your way, an Australian woman has been arrested after riding a horse from her home to the bar drunk. I'm sorry. I thought Outback was no rules just right. Headlines were brought to you by wearenotthebanks.com. And transmission.
8: We are not the is a direct lender. They are mortgages made easy. So when you want to refinance your home or you're looking to buy a new home, you go online to we are not the banks.com. Brad Siebert and his team, they do a great job. I've used them for a refi. I know many people who have used them as well. And they now offer a certified home buyer program where you get to eliminate any doubt shop and be able to compete against cash offers. You actually will have the advantage in a multiple offer situation and you can make your offer stand out and close faster. In fact, they can close in 30 days in most cases. If you are self-employed, we are not has a special loan program just for you. You want to finance a mobile home. They can help with that as well. Even military, they specialize in VA loans. Their service is second to none. Give Brad and his team a call. you find them online at wearenotthebanks.com.
7: Coming up next on this Wednesday edition of The Phillips File, a conversation with Scott Maxwell.
0: You're listening to The Phillips File.
3: Wednesday, every Wednesday at this time, we talk with Scott Maxwell. Mr. Maxwell writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. Please welcome him back to the program. By the way, thanks for filling in during my absence last week. I appreciate that last Thursday.
9: Oh, your folks make it easy, and it was uh, fun to see your text. I've never seen anybody who enjoyed themselves quite so much at a...
3: Heart <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. or whatever you were going through. I'm thinking, well, you never know. Scott might, said you were getting might your. Might be my last photograph. So. He
7: said you were your 15,000-mile checkup. Yeah. First, yeah. maybe yeah,
3: it was 50. I figure you're good for another year, right? Well, well, at least you can only hope so, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, as well as I do, if you write a column or if you have a show like this, that there's a certain percentage of the people who read you or listen to me that want you dead anyway. Oh, so. stop it. Well, it's true. I mean, come say? on. Let's just tell the truth. Wait, didn't you we say. We hear it all the time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, which is, I've always thought
9: that the sign of a good life was when you die, and it is a jam-packed funeral with half the people sobbing and the other half glad you're dead. <laughs> yeah,
3: oh, yeah. waving goodbye. Yeah. Let me move on to a couple what? of things. Uh, the Pulse anniversary is fast approaching. Uh, your thoughts a couple of years after this uh, tragedy.
9: Well, I just uh, posted a column uh, today, just now, for tomorrow's paper about sort of on this topic, and it's, it's of the notion that we, we are in uh, a week right now where we just had gay days with 150,000 or so people uh, down here last weekend, and now we're getting all these commemorations and memorials, and a lot of it is sort of take, moved on to the next phase, which is equal rights. It's, it's not just so much, it's not exclusively about the victims, it's about unity and equality for all. And everybody seems to be pretty much on the same page. But one of the things I know, uh, and I think you know, that a lot of newcomers don't, is this is not the way it always was right. in Orlando. That uh, not that long ago, twenty, fifteen, twenty years ago, just the idea of flying a rainbow flag made people mm. just freak the hell out. Yeah. That's they, true. They were protesting uh, city hall. We had Pat Robertson warning us that hurricanes were going to flatten the city if we waved them in God's face. There, I, I'd forgotten there was somebody went around town in the dead of night uh, ripping all the rainbow flags down. Uh, so, but but this community ha- has come a long way, and now I mean, forget forget debates over the flags. Our whole whole, whole damn amphitheaters a flag down at a uh, rainbow uh, down at Lake Hiola. The band we show, have- you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the band show, exactly. We have as many people come out to pride parades, I'm going to say more people yes. come to the pride parades than do to any of the college football games. So this is now an inclusive community, but it didn't always get that way. But uh, the thing I think is worth noting is that why this fight still goes on is, while well, this is a pretty inclusive community. This is still one backwards-ass state we live in, and that virtually every little step towards equality, whether it's ending gay ad- ban on gay adoption, whether it's ending ban on gay marriage – Everyone has Florida has been dragged kicking and screaming with the governor and attorney general, whoever that is, fighting every step of the
3: way. Why do you think that is? It We're just a conservative state that we bring so many people in from, let's say, conservative, other conservative states who retire here. This is the way they want it always to be. I think there's a certain element of, of truth to that.
9: I think there's some primary politics um involved that you just figure you can't ever uh, I don't know I have to tell you I talked with Carlos Smith you know the first state's mm-hmm. first openly gay elected rep about this and he says if it walks like a duck and looks like quacks like a duck it's a duck and he says it's just good old fashioned bigotry these people don't believe in the same equality um I don't I don't know that I believe that I think with someone like Pam Bondi it's pandering uh, I mean, you, you remember her. She she was one of the last AGs fighting uh, to ban gay marriage. But yeah. as soon as Pulse attack happened, she zipped down here to try to get with Anderson Cooper, who filleted her on national
3: television. When it.
9: she started talking about nobody attacks our community, and the gay community is like, who the hell do you think you are talking about our community? <laughs> Not three months ago, you were filing briefs to tell me I didn't have a right to adopt a kid or marry somebody, and now now you're part of our community. So, I don't yeah. I think
3: it's just politics. I sometimes wonder whether they are hangers on. You know, there's a social movement that gets underway. The focus is, is a lot more because of the poll's tragedy. You know, people want, especially politicians of course, want to get their mug in there and say things that look or sound good on TV or on the radio or or in print. Uh, not all by any means, but uh, but there's some and we know who they are. You know, you talk. One of the interesting things uh, that I, one of the things I find fascinating uh, among the gay community, and I think it's not nationwide necessarily, but you talk to some persons, gay, lesbian, whatever, and they'll they'll begin to talk a little bit about loss of identity because before the gay move, before the movement really got underway. You know, there, you'd go to places, you'd be together, there was something about being gay in strength and numbers and protection, and now it's, to a large degree, you know, a person's sexual orientation is accepted, and uh, you lose, you'll, you'll, you'll hear from some people, you know, kind of a, a little loss of identity. It's a, I think it's a fascinating subject. I mean, on one hand, they'll say, well, this is absolutely great because we're being accepted, but then on the other hand we're losing a you know a little bit of that you know, we were in this together and now not maybe necessarily so.
9: I guess I can I haven't seen or heard as much about that, but I, I could see that but I still would be I would be prone to think that the positives would outweigh the negatives. Oh I don't think there's front.
3: yeah, I don't think there's any argument there, but you still at a particular point in time could identify yourself as gay and you still identify yourself as gay but maybe the the observation it might generally speaking overall it doesn't have the the same import that that it used to it's, it's well, just well,
9: you, a, I, well, there there and there are still lots of there's still lots of things to fight at the state level. I mean, right, right now there is a – do you know that every year for past 10 years there has been a bill filed called the Competitive Workforce Bill? This is a bill that basically would ban discrimination in the workplace based on sexual orientation or gender uh, identity. Uh, and this is a bill that is widely supported. It's not controversial. Companies like Disney have supported it, Uber, AT&T, Marriott. Uh, but for 10 years in a row, the leadership in the legislature has refused to even let it have a hearing. So, if you're looking, and in fact, I'm getting ready. When I get off the phone with you, I'm heading to a fundraiser with Matthew Shepard's uh, parents for the One Pulse Foundation. I'm helping do a Q and A with them for a, uh, uh or to raise money for that. And and, and one of the. Things that the shepherds have said is they, they started up their foundation. for Their son, who you may remember, was brutally murdered 20 years ago in Wyoming, is that they hope that the day will come that their foundation is never needed. But I got to tell you, that day is still a long way off.
3: I don't disagree
9: because they are still fighting these these silly things where you have republicans you have democrats you have businesses but if you talk to any economic development type they will tell you forget giving incentives to anybody make sure you every company knows that you are a, an inclusive state a place where if a an executive comes down his his son will get fired because of who she is or
3: who uh,
9: or who he is uh, and they
3: just
7: won't do it. They well, can be fired based on can't they be fired as well as not denied housing sure. still.
3: In many yeah. instances, though, politics fall legs way behind social movements. The point that I was trying to make: there used to be a point in this town as well, and in many other places. If you were gay, you'd have to go to a gay club, and for most, for the most part, straight people would not go to those clubs. Uh, they didn't want to be any part of that. Now, be hard pressed to find a strictly gay club in Orlando clubs are open to everybody now and might now there might be a club that draws more gay people gays and lesbians than other clubs but remember that time there used to be a scattering maybe a half a dozen clubs in this town not too long ago that was strictly gay clubs mm-hmm. and that's changed and what I'm saying is there's a there's I think socially, there's more of a general acceptance, and the question is whether gay people feel that. And one you know, of course, they say we've made strides, we've made advances. There's still battles to win, but uh, they'll. But some of them will also say, but you know, there's uh, to a certain degree, you know, when you look back, a certain loss of identity because there's this is the fight that they are in. That's the, uh, that's interesting. Although I, I think Southern Knights is probably pretty pretty gay but but I, I don't I, know I, I haven't been there since you and I went there that the, you know, the
9: you know, one of the one of the things that you have talked about and that I agree with is that this is an issue that is going we, we are witness witnessing the death throes of this uh, discrimination that when my kids get to be in charge this is this is not an issue for them and one of the uh, most interesting vignettes I remember is one day I was driving my daughter and two of her friends around in the back seat and they were all 16 years old and they started talking about one of their friends who I didn't know if this friend identified as a boy or a girl, and I was just curious. So I asked them. I said, "Hey, does so and so identify as a boy or a girl?" And they looked at each other for a second, and then they shrugged, said, "We don't know," and went right back to yapping. And the point huh. of the story, the point of the story is not that they didn't know; it's that they didn't care. Right. This next generation just gets bewildered by why adults spend all this time and energy fussing. All all this all these girls knew was that that kid was their friend, and that's the only thing that mattered.
3: Yeah, that's good news. Talk to me about Adam Putnam, the Republican gubernatorial candidate. He's, I think I saw something in your column or on the Internet where Adam Putnam has, has had a change in, mo- uh, change in <laughs> attitude when it comes to, what, <laughs> term limits?
9: Yeah, I just read that piece today, uh, but yes, see, so term limits are in vogue right now. Uh, everybody wants to rail against politicians and why not? And as you know, Rick Scott has made this whole campaign uh, about he wants to imp- uh, bring term limits to Washington, D.C. Never mind that I will eat my left testicle if he does. Oh my uh, God! Because- Mark that. Mark Mark that. Right. Right. <laughs> because it's going to involve changing the United States Constitution. That's the only way you have it. So, so not only would, would they have to convince Congress to put term limits on itself, which they won't do, you'd have to have like a Constitution Constitutional convention to get this thing done, but anyway, so term limits are popular. Everybody's yapping about them, and Adam Putnam's uh, opponent, Ron DeSantis, apparently has been talking about them as well. So Adam Putnam, who apparently has been uh, anti-term limits for all of his career,
3: suddenly up and said, uh, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, term limits. I'm, I'm for them as well." I forgot to mention, and uh, my hats off to uh, to your colleagues. Uh, Beth Kassab and her colleagues, who came out with a second uh, part yeah. in a series of reports on vouchers on the voucher system and charter schools uh i i was I was so i've said this before, and they are so mad after reading that uh, that column that they put not column but that article that they put together, I was so mad I could spit yeah I mean yeah. these are my wife calls them madrasas. they are they are nothing but schools for you know, I think the equivalent of nothing more than, uh, than a, a strictly white Protestant, if you want to call it that, version of, of the Christian religion. And that's all they do. Well, except, except a lot
9: of them are black, I have to say. A lot of them are poor and black, but they're still, they're still Protestant. Uh, but, but I think some of the greater concerns are actually among the poorest communities of where they're going, and they tell the parents what's a biblical education, that's all they really hear. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with a Christian uh, background, but they're telling them things that just aren't aren't true. I'm not saying things that are debatable, things that aren't true. Man and brontosauruses didn't run around the planet together. (laughs) Uh, The the (laughs) slaves uh, that knew God weren't better off than freemen who didn't, which is another thing they were saying. The Civil Rights Movement in the 1960s, it's described in some of these books uh, as being something that was stirred up by agitators that were trying to uh, disrupt the races that were getting along so well. (laughs) Until then...
3: I mean, why so, is there and, you know, I keep, you know, hitting myself, you know, and why is there no any, it seems local for the most part or any for the most part state regulation of these schools, whether it's the facilities or whether it's somebody judging? There's no there's no state exam. There's no way to determine whether these children are getting a modicum of an education. Correct. Uh,
9: and, and it is by design. They do not want accountability. While we're talking, I'm going to retweet something right now. Your listeners, if you want to go to me, Twitter, uh, Scott underscore Maxwell, that's all my Twitter account is, of, how, of what is required of these schools. And, for instance, uh, a, a public school, the typical school we talk about that they regulate the hell out of because right. they say there are little failure factors. We have to know exactly how every dollar spent and everybody's getting. getting. They have to report graduation rates. They have to receive – they get school letters, uh, grades from the state. They must follow academic uh, standards. They must have recess. They have to have teachers with standards. They have to with a certified or a degree. None. I repeat, not one of those things does a voucher school have to do. They can hire a 7th grade dropout to be a teacher for 12th graders.
3: I find this outrageous, and I, I, you know, I don't have the time. I, I just wish, you know, politicians could be just tracked down on this and say, did you, you know, just say, did you read these articles and what do you think is good about this? Do You find anything good about this? This is nothing good. These, these children are being shortchanged. These children will not have the capacity. They have no capacity for academic scholarship. That's, that's, that we already know that as they become adults, they're not going to be, op- to be able to operate in what we would probably call the real world. What are they going to do? Well, that's right because you know most
9: of the politic political things I write about. If right. a politician does something stupid, we just write about it. So you and I works. scream and we go on. But when you take away a, a kid's year, they they don't get that back. They don't get back a high school or or middle school, and, and you are going to be doing detriment for a long time. What I think, what I hope may change, Jim, is that while I I am also I am proud. I mean. I'm not reluctant to admit my newspaper shortcomings. We are really ahead of the curve on this. You are. Uh, on this writing. And I am hoping that more news organizations will start following uh, other newspapers and other TV stations and jamming the microphone, uh, like you're saying, in front of uh, people. Because I'm going to submit that when you are forced, when you're confronted with the realities of what we are writing about and going on in these schools, which taxpayers are absolutely funding, there is no good answer for I want to look the other way, except that you are trying to undermine. Yeah,
3: well, good for you good for the paper what's coming up in the next column
9: well we got the the, sort of the history of gay rights in tomorrow's column and then i actually am going to jump in on my suggestion for how we fix some of the voucher mess
3: uh probably for sunday Very good good work thank you very much thanks for filling in last week too scott maxwell he writes the taking names column for the orlando sentinel we'll take that break shot doctors coming in for casting call then we have the five minute professor ppt all that good stuff upcoming on real radio 104.1 you're listening to real radio, available everywhere you want to listen. Yeah, even there, on our free iHeartRadio app. Download it now. I'm going to get you in and out, Shot That's what I said. It's all right. Phillips file for our Wednesday. Shot Doctor's here from our sister station, FM 96.9. Orlando sports leader.
10: Timeout. FM 969, the game Orlando sports leader. All right, okay. I, I stand corrected. I see what you did. Timeout. That's a sports reference. Good job, yeah. Shot. Points. Thank you.
3: Very good. What do you think tonight?
7: Uh-oh. What's tonight? The Cavaliers.
3: No, have... hockey. I'm not talking about basketball. I have no interest oh, in basketball. Talk talking about hockey. All right, I'm talking about night. real men in a real tough sport. Game five tomorrow night, 3-1 to one, Washington. Dang, I'll bet you a dollar the Capitals win tonight and take uh, the Stanley uh, Cup. Oh, bet him. No bet him. Wait what? First what? of all, I don't You're gamble. Saying... Sorry, too late.
10: They're not first of tonight. all. I I don't gamble. Second of all, tomorrow night I will take Las Vegas at home to to uh, to win the game. Get it to three to two. Then yeah. the Capitals in Game Six. At that point in time, <sighs> they'll they'll win it there on
8: home ice. Jim, tonight's basketball. Tomorrow's hockey. They do a pretty good job at not playing on the same Damn. night. Yeah, I
3: Hinkley missed the last match. had an easy buck. I <laughs> yeah, I exactly. <laughs> I thought it was tonight.
10: Either way, Jim, it's been a fantastic series. Las Vegas has been a great store the whole year.
3: What's the deal in basketball? Where are we with that? I have no, I, you know.
10: Here is what happens: Who's so winning? Who's orange. losing? What's, uh, what's Golden the Golden State won the first game. Cleveland had a. That's
3: with Steph Curry, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
10: Cleveland had a little little bit of a mini meltdown by Jarrett Smith in the first game, and uh, lost. Golden State won the, the game number two. Going away. Yeah. Game number three is tonight. Okay. Back to Cleveland they go.
3: Should I watch this?
10: You should watch it tonight. Mm. If LeBron James is playing, which he is, you should watch it.
3: Okay, I might. Worth watching. Okay, all right.
10: Because it's the best of the best, right? This is it. And the Cavaliers, the Cavaliers, down two to zero, going home. We'll find a way to squeak one out.
3: Who's tougher, basketball players or hockey players? Hockey players. Thank you. I thought that that means anything.
10: Hockey players are. It's a tougher game. Mm -hmm. Brutal. It's a way tougher game. It's a much they tougher game. They take
3: a game. stick and jam it in their eye or oh, come across on. their neck. Yeah, they just and they just give them a little bam. What?
10: Bam. Jim, all in you got to do. is ah! Watch the game tonight, <laughs> then watch a the hockey game tomorrow night, and it'll, you'll answer your own question. It's, fa- it, it's going to be fantastic. And they get
3: mad and they get that grin. You know, that nasty grin. plus teeth grin. are missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they get you better than that, right? And even when they get smacked around, they're not like eh, you know, they're not down. Oh, on babies. Their, yeah, yeah, they just kind of wipe the blood away from their nose and off Move they along. go. Yeah. All right, shot doctor. Time for casting call. I take a movie. I take a scene from the movie. In this case, shot doctor and Pinkman will act it out on the air. Uh, listen along if you think it, you can identify the movie. Text us at real mobile seven seven zero three one, and you'll receive no prize. We what? just uh, do this because <laughs> we find it to be interesting and uh, and fun. Are you ready, shot doctor?
10: I live in a state of readiness. I know you do,
3: uh, Mister Pinkman. Are you ready? Uh, yes. Okay. Very good. Everything is set aside. And uh, the lights are absolutely perfect. Good job. Best boy. Let's get the cables set aside. Camera's rolling. The film is actually rolling. Assistant director. Action. You're a closed-mouth man.
0: Yeah, I like to talk.
3: Better and better. I
10: distrust a closed-mouth man. He generally picks the wrong time to talk and says the wrong thing. Talking something you can't do judiciously unless you keep in practice. Now then... We'll talk if you like. I'll tell you right out. I'm a man who likes talking to a man who likes to talk.
0: Swell, when we talk about the (laughs) Blackbird?
10: You're the man for me, sir. No beating around the bush. Right to the point. Let's talk about the Blackbird, by all means. First, answer me a question. Are you here as Miss O'Shaughnessy's representative? There's nothing certain either way. It depends. Depends on. Maybe it depends on Joe Okido. Maybe. The question is, which do you represent? It'll be one or the other.
0: I dare not say so.
10: Well, who else is it? There's me. That's wonderful, sir, wonderful. I do like a man who tells you right out, he's looking out for himself. Don't we all? I don't trust a man who says he's not. Cut. My God. Is the word dynamic? Who are
0: you Edward G. Robinson? That's <laughs> a hard accent. My
8: God, was
3: I good. I tried. My
8: God, was I good. Pinkman is usually really good with accents, and he just could not get this one. No.
0: I don't know what.
3: I don't know, I, who, I don't know
8: who
0: he was. It is, but... I, Jim, I, that, Jim, I defy Jim. anyone else here to do better. I
3: defy anyone to be able to recognize this movie. P-
0: Pinkman <laughs> was riveting. He was fantastic. Thank you. I also think Pinkman, out of the
8: five of us, can come closest to that accent than we can. <laughs>
7: Sounded like yeah. See, yeah, like Edward
3: G. Robinson. Yeah,
7: like well, your Moses Now, see,
0: Pompano,
3: <laughs> who was in a movie <laughs> with the actor you were trying to impersonate? A different movie. Oh, where's I right? Keylor, they're good they're point. guessing Cujo. Uh, oh, no, just give it. A- no, no, nobody knows. Cujo. Believe me.
8: Now,
3: what uh-huh. are they guessing?
8: To kill a blackbird, oh. Muchmouth <laughs> Mulligan, and the little people, Plain Trains, and Automobiles, uh-uh. Three Stooges meet Jaws, The Ten Commandments, Rocky Four. Who's eating Maxwell's grapes? A mm. uh, Forest Gump. Where the boys are. <laughs> and then several guesses for Pillow Talk. Oh, several more guesses for Maltese Falcon. Yeah, the
3: Maltese Falcon.
0: Maltese Falcon.
3: Great Humphrey Bogart movie. You were playing the role. I am acted Alan, by uh, am Sydney Al- Greenstreet. Right.
10: I am Alan's mm. Greenspan. I thought I was fantastic. Sydney,
3: <laughs> no, 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 no. Sydney Greenstreet. He's
10: right. That's what I said.
0: Sydney Greenbean.
10: I was good wasn't it? He's also in another yeah. Humphrey good. Bogart
3: movie. I think he may have been in Casablanca.
10: He was in Casablanca. He was? Yes. I'll confirm that.
3: You did a pretty good job.
10: I told you it I didn't. It wasn't
3: too bad. It started off really well kind of mm, towards the end, but overall mm-hmm. you might be in for a Jimmy.
10: I I think I think that that a Jimmy should be slotted for me and one for Pinkman also. Oh, listen to your share you. in the wealth there. Yeah. Yeah, Here. see? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Swell. See? <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, the black swell, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing certain there. Depends. Yeah. See? Yeah. They
0: had the finest pompano on the boardwalk.
5: <laughs> pompano? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's Edward G. Robbins. Yeah, that's from right.
3: uh, Key Largo. Oh, oh, oh. Right. Pompano. Exactly. You like pompano, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> What else is going on, Shot Talk? Come on, there's
10: got to be of, something. A lot, uh, lot of Cavalier talk, a lot of hockey talk, a lot of NBA draft talk coming oh, yeah. up. Drafts mm-hmm. two weeks from tomorrow. Um, a lot of baseball talk, baseball day games going on today. It was good stuff.
3: Yeah, okay. What's her Very dinner? good stuff. What's her dinner tonight? What are you working on?
10: A turkey wrap, salad with 1000 island dressing, and a banana.
3: Your you calorie count? You no. Okay, just ask. Oh, asking. wow.
10: You're a little cranky. Take that. Never calorie counted before how about a cookie you have a cookie you
3: have dessert you usually have dessert no you're not a dessert guy are you not, you have a sweet tooth
10: not late at night Desserts kind of give you the mm. It kind of slows you down which is not. then and, mm. and that's not good for talking on the radio or good for sleeping so well it is slowing down you want to be slowed down you want to be jazzed up right but you don't want to do it like on a on a work day desserts are good on the weekends.
3: Oh,
7: I see. Do you do that? You give yourself that treat on a weekend. On sometimes? a weekend, but like oh. like here,
3: like yeah. a brownie Sunday or something. Oh boy, on a weekend, yeah, but not stuff, though, not, not
10: during the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I work around that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good You're you. very disciplined when it comes to that food. The way time. I'm fluid, I'm yeah. quick, quick on fluid. my feet, and yeah. Eff- yeah. and I'm very effervescent.
3: Exactly, <laughs> really effervescent. Play pool. I've played pool in a long time. Okay, just wondered. I don't even know why that came up. Because mm. I know you were a star running back for uh, Winter Park High School three years.
10: Do mm-hmm. you ever play pickleball? 5,000 yards, Jim, in three years and 56 what? touchdowns. That speaks for itself.
3: Yeah, we'd yeah. all like to play some pickleball.
10: <gasps> I have no idea what the hell that even is. It's a combination of.
3: Everybody's ba- playing it.
10: Badminton, right?
3: Ping pong, pong, and regular tennis. Yeah. Okay. For like...
7: people our age.
10: Mm-hmm. I'm not playing that. Why? Why? Because it's a it sounds, event. it sounds boring. Oh. Uh, no, I don't play badminton. I don't play tennis. What's the other one?
3: Ping pong. Ping pong. Table tennis.
10: I don't, I don't play that either. Mm. Why would I even do that? Would you want to learn? No, I have no interest in that.
3: How about if you're on a team?
10: What if you're on our team? Hope you guys win. I won't be there.
3: What if we need <laughs> your athletic prowess? Your speed?
8: Your agility? What if Jim said you cannot come back on this program if you don't participate?
10: I'm coming back uh, in the program anyway. They can't stop me. Yeah, that's true. Guys, I would never do that. You can't, they, I can't be kept out.
3: <laughs> I would not. You know, I know that, so I would never do. I that. cannot
10: be held back, and I cannot be. I can't uh-huh. be stopped. What
8: about if I say you won't be on your own program Uh-oh. if you don't participate? Ooh. Okay, that's that's not
7: funny. Yeah. <laughs> he takes things seriously. Don't, don't take do it
8: seriously.
3: It's only a joke. We're okay, it's
7: only a joke.
8: Can't to play. That's Jackie gets that way sometimes. This is a real radio pickleball tournament. Pickleball. Yeah, see
10: pickleball. I think you pickleball. guys. Could, you guys can move on without me on this one. I don't. I don't think I can help you guys.
8: How do you like to do play by play? Oh,
10: how about that. Nice, Ooh, yeah. Play by play of something I know, I know okay. nothing about. What kind of buffoonery is this? <laughs> I did a it's a bonafide.
3: We're not jerking your end. It really is. It's a, a real thing.
10: Who came up with this? It
3: was developed for old Jack. people, and now no, you no, know, no, like no. anything that becomes popular, young people have to take over. They want in. Yeah, they yeah, went yeah. in on uh-huh. it. The ball moves at about eight miles an hour.
7: Oh, well, you're great. using a wiffle ball. You're using you know, a
3: wiffle ball. Yeah, you're
7: know using a wiffle
10: ball. So instead right?
3: of a tennis ball, you use a wiffle ball. Uh-huh. You know what a wiffle ball is, of course. Yeah. And, you know, if you smack a wiffle ball, let's say, with an oversized <sighs> ping-pong paddle, yeah. it's just not going to go very fast, right, or very far. Mm-hmm. So the pickleball court is about, what, two-thirds the size or half the size half. of a tennis yeah, court. Yeah, half. And that's about it. You got Small. a net, you, you know, knock it back and forth.
10: This sounds like no fun whatsoever. <laughs> Well, you're you have given up on it. You don't even know what it is. I'm I'm giving up on it right now because I don't even know, I don't don't even want to know what it is. Well, we may
3: need your expertise <laughs> yes, in play definitely. by play,
10: uh-huh.
3: or color commentary or at least. Pickleball,
7: pickleball. What yeah. buffoonery is this? <laughs> no, no, you'll really enjoy <laughs> oh, it. I when you have the
3: opportunity, whether here at work or at home, you know, go to YouTube or wherever and look Learn up pickleball and yeah. and tell us. I'd like to see what you think about it next week when you come back. Pinkman, right. send him a link. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll send you a link, okay? A pickleball
10: link? Yes, pickles is we're all coming to.
3: <laughs> Sounds like a risky clip. That's what I said when I first heard about it, yeah. Shot Doctor. Exactly. My, exact same
7: words. Pickleball. What are we coming to? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are we coming to?
3: All right, Shot Doctor, thank you very much. Good job. Right.
10: Let's do it again next week. I
3: think there might be a Jimmy in, in this for you. That's oh, what I think. Boy. Yeah, wow. yeah. i good about this. Told you. Okay. Good to see
10: you. See? Yeah. It's
3: the Phillips file on? Yeah. Get it. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. 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 And a pompano. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> it's time to rise above the butt jokes and hemorrhoid humor. Even if only for a few fleeting moments. And actually learn something. This is the 5-Minute five five Professor. I doubt he sounds like Sidney Greenstreet. And you know, wants to talk about Pompano. Let's hear something new. Learn something new with the 5-Minute Professor. Greetings and salutations, Professor.
1: And to you, Mr. Phillips, and the file.
3: Yeah. So I have some exciting news.
1: I learned a brand new word today.
7: That is always exciting. What would you learn? It, it, the word is Levantine.
1: Oh. Nerd. Levantine. Levantine. Any
7: guesses?
8: Yeah,
0: it's it has to do with bread. Easily. Like unlevantine Wait, bread. it
7: gave us a clue. What was the clue?
1: It, it normally capitalized even in the midst of a sentence.
0: Levantine. Wait, you said Levantine? Levantine? No, the, with a V. With a V. I've Whoa.
3: seen
7: it. Uh, it's uh,
8: some biblical thing. Yeah, uh, it refers uh, to God if it's capitalized.
7: You get a
3: secret decoder ring with that?
8: Uh, you do not. So here's what
3: happened. Be sure
0: to drink your 11,
3: <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> Oval is. theme. Well, come on. Come on. Really,
1: come I on. get I'm a mock your point for That That was funny. Thank that you. That was funny. I get the and point. The fact that, Thank you. the fact that Pinkman got it before me, ah. extra points. Yeah. I oh, yeah. like that. Woo. Ah. All right. So what I wanted to talk about was some food, which I had this past week because one of my favorite places finally opened near me and I ended up going twice in a row. Like I had dinner there and then I happened to be there the next day for lunch, so I had lunch there. Uh so I wanted to do some research on tatsiki, which my phone would not believe was spelled correctly, uh, and tabule.
7: Oh yummy, and both. Yeah.
1: Both of them are described as Levantine. So as I'm doing the research on these things, said, what what is this other word? So you know, tatsiki is a sauce. Usually used for grilled meats as a dip. Mm. And it's made from, this sounds delicious, salted strained yogurt. Mm-hmm. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Usually from cheaper goat milk. Uh, and then it's mixed with it's cucumbers, carrots, salt, olive oil, sometimes with vinegar or lemon juice as well. Oh, And sounds then fantastic. they put in some herbs, uh, some dill, some mint, some parsley, some thyme. It's generally served as a cold mezza. Mezza? Yep, mezza. You know what mezza is?
3: Like a mezzanine,
1: no. you know what? Uh, it is the same root. Oh, it's the same root as a mezzanine. But mezza is tapas. Before there was tapas, oh, I see. there was meza. That's the that's the the Levantine word for appetizers with drinks. Oh, I see. Which is what tapas is. Tapas means top because. You put the food on plates, so you put it on top of your wine, so the bugs would be in your food, not in your wine. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Is that right? True story. Huh. Uh, also, hummus is a Levantine dip or spread from cooked mashed chickpeas and other beans blended with tahini. Tahini is important for it to be hummus. Uh, also, olive oil, lemon juice, salt, and garlic. Uh, and tabbouleh. And tabbouleh is really what I wanted to look up because it was a thing which I didn't really know know. Uh, and it's a Levantine vegetarian salad made mostly of fine chopped parsley, Ooh. tomatoes, mint, onion, yeah. and then tastes- bulgur, Bul- which is always capitalized as well. It's cracked wheat. So what they do is they take the wheat and they boil it a little bit so it cracks open. And that's, that's what the, you use in Tabule. Uh, and sometimes in some recipes, they substitute couscous, but that's more North African or oh. Maghrebi. That's that's what when you describe something as North African, it's Maghrebi. It's from the Maghreb tribe, uh, and sometimes they add garlic, but it's it's typically bulgur. It's it's this cracked
3: wheat. Why are you eating and this again? Where? Why are you it's eating? Delicious
7: this? is why.
1: Well, I'm eating it because it's delicious. But I, I, one of my favorite places, opened a new place near me, and they offer both what you think of as Tex-Mex and. Mediterranean food—that's a you weird can have combo it together. Uh-huh. It is a weird combo, but fantastic.
3: Oh well, all right then. You mix them together.
1: You, no. I, I mixed it. To, yeah, I mixed it together. I had Ew. spicy rice. Yeah, like a
3: beef taco with tabbouleh on it.
1: That's disgusting. I, uh, I didn't have it with beef. Uh, I had it with uh, vegetarian chicken. Oh, chicken. I had chicken one time and I had a vegetarian another time. But then you add the tabbouleh in. You yeah, add some okay, tzatziki right. in it. It is. It is phenomenal. It's so good.
3: Can't go wrong with a taco, anyway.
1: No, it's We it's have a true. taco a night. Pita.
3: That's always or good. Or pita. Oh, no. So, uh, I love a, pita. A, yeah. Uh, I'll take a no? taco any day over something, with the, uh, something stuffed into pita bread. Oh, he's making a
7: noise. What does that mean?
3: Well, no, because I, I think you're
7: just thinking of that dried up
1: pita bread, which we think of as pita bread, the, the way you that. open it up and you slide it in. I'm yeah. not
3: thinking of dried up pita bread. I'm thinking of pita bread
7: soft and you get it at that, that deli over there? Yeah,
3: nice and nice and soft and nice and nice pita bread. So it's like a, it's like a fat taco. It's
1: fantastic. It's a fat taco. Oh, he's arguing now. Stop. Alright. It's it's deli- so Levantine, yeah, yeah. Levantine describes these foodstuffs and Levantine describes the area of Levant, which was at the center of the Ottoman Empire.
3: Like Oscar Levant, the great piano player. Remember him on the Jack Parr show? Uh, no, what are you saying? Oscar Levant? Sorry. Did a great rendition. Jack, that's
7: probably one out of hundred. You think maybe
1: mm-hmm. Oscar Levant?
3: Look up Oscar no. Levant. Half out of 100. L E V A N T. Remember,
1: I'll give you points. Half Jim
3: out
8: of hundred.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right.
3: <laughs> I'm just it's trying. A hey, I'm just trying yeah. to get uh-huh. some points for us right from the get go. That's all I'm t- trying to right. do.
1: So, so, the Ottoman Empire is what tied all these places together: right. Greece, Turkey, the Middle East, North Egypt, North Saudi Arabia. Got it. So that's what ties it all together. So the Levant, which is cultural, and it is cuisine, all tied together by the Ottoman Empire. And the Ottoman Empire replaced the Byzantine Empire. So as a result, the same two empires controlled this same area in an almost unbroken streak from 299 A.D. to 1922, which is why the cultures are so... Intermixed, and, and there is so much similarity between them. The Ottoman Empire, though, was a fantastic empire and a great empire for very nearly 800 years.
3: Oscar Levant was an American concert pianist, <laughs> oh, here we go. composer, yeah. Yeah, compose. music conductor, best selling author, radio game show panelist and personality, television talk show host as well, the great Oscar, Oscar Levant. Levant. Thank you very much. Points. points. Thank you very much.
1: Mm-hmm. Points Points have been awarded, yeah. accordingly. So the Ottoman Empire was essentially Sunni Muslim. However, they had an Islamic tradition, which is called the Dahimi, D-H-I-M-M-I, and I'm sure I'm mispronouncing it. But it, it's the way they treat non-Muslims when they're not in a jihad, And that is that they get protected and their religious freedoms are protected. And that's how it was in the Ottoman Empire. So that it had a feel of being secular because everyone was able to practice their own religion. However, if you weren't Sunni, you didn't, you weren't a full member of society. You couldn't vote. You couldn't participate as a, uh, in, in, in certain parts of town. In fact, you couldn't live where your house looked down onto a Sunni Muslim's house. You had to live in the lowest part of town.
3: That's it really, fan- where the Ottoman came from, but because it was the sultan of the Sunni empire that would sit on a cushion like that. Yes. And that's where the term Ottoman came from.
1: Uh, so that when you- is... 100% true, but too easy to give you points.
3: Oh, uh, is that true? Oh, I mean, I just made, made that out. up. That's not true. Oh, you I just made it, it up. Right?
1: Points. No, the, the Ottoman, the piece of furniture, is actually named for the empire where the sultans used cushioned <laughs> footrests.
3: Cushioned footrest, he said.
1: Cushioned footrest. All right, hold that
3: thought. We'll get another minute on that. I don't don't believe this. come on. That's worthy. Mm, Point Point worthy. Come on. Since he made it up and didn't know he was right, he deserves points. It's the Phillips File with the 5-Minute Professor on Real Radio 104.1. Let's go check out the news. Here's Big Daddy.
2: Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A coroner's employee in New Orleans has been arrested after dealing heroin out of his morgue van. That's crazy. I heard people were dying to get their hands on his stuff. I'm sorry. Next, a Texas firefighter has been arrested after his wife found out he's actually married to several other women. He admitted to it and when asked how he felt, he said well I think that was rather bigamy. Finally, researchers at MIT are now training a robot to be a psychopath. Right. Do you want a robot uprising? That's how you get a robot uprising. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Alexa, play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. End transmission.
3: Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041.
7: Let's
3: get back to the five-minute professor. You have another minute on Tabuli or Ottomans and whatever else you were talking about.
1: It will actually be about the Ottoman Empire. Um, at the dawn of the Age of Reason... The Ottoman Empire was still at the forefront of scientific and philosophical research. In fact, 800 years ago, the Ottomans were the forefront of medicine. They understood sepsis. They understood the concept of cancer cell removal. They understood how to test treatments to see if they'd be successful first on animals then on people, uh, and, and using the scientific method by the late 1800s there was so much turmoil in the empire that they fell behind the rest of europe so when world war one broke out they were still an ag uh, agrarian or agricultural based uh... civilization and they didn't have industry so they thought they would grab some land from russia while it was busy fighting the rest of europe and that brought in britain and france and as a result of that the Ottomans were losing everywhere to everyone except for at Gallipoli. And that probably influenced the decision to place the Jewish homeland into the space near the center of what had been Levant.
3: Who was responsible for the disaster, the massacre at Gallipoli? Churchill?
1: Well, Churchill was a he was a political commander. He wasn't a military
3: commander. I thought he was. I thought he was in charge of the Navy.
1: He he was in charge civilian of civilian command. It? Yeah, all right. So he was right. strategy, matter. not. Nobody tactics.
3: knows what I'm talking about. Anyway,
1: he was strategy, not tactics. He was. He said, "Yes, let's attack here. This is the attack we're going to do." And he owned it. He said, "This was these were my mistakes. These were the mistakes that that we made and where we decided yeah, to fight." A lot of good. It and does they if fought you for did. a long time. Kill yeah. yeah. anyway. a lot of Anzacs.
3: All right, come anyway. on. We got to have a, an exam. We got to have a quiz. Yeah, no, let's quiz. go. Come on. Wait, wait how ahead. many
1: quizzes? How many quizzes? How many seats are there in the unicameral legislature of the Knesset? In Israel,
3: Oh, Jim, there's uh, probably seventy five.
1: More than seventy five. Jack, one twelve. More than one twelve.
7: one eighteen.
1: More than one eighteen.
0: Doesn't sound like a lot more. Fritz, Mr. Fritz, one twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Fewer than. Oh, there we go. Um, come on, come ooh, on, Pink man. man. Come on. I'm going to go with time. one. Might mm, just say. I'm going to go with one nineteen. It's
1: 120. Oh. 120 feet in the Knesset. According to Deuteronomy, <laughs> yeah. which biblical figure is reported to have lived to be 120 years old? Mamo. According to Deuteronomy, which biblical figure is reported to have lived oh, Jim, to be 120 uh, years old? Job. No, that's Moses. It is Moses. I yeah, told Fried you. On. Moses was the name of what type of creature in George Orwell's that's animal farm? Moses was the name of what type of creature in George Orwell's animal farm? Yeah. It is not a pig. Lighter than a pig. A cow. Lighter than a cow. Here we go. Come on. Oh,
7: you said lighter than a pig, too? Yes. Oh. Uh Oh, chicken.
1: Lighter than a chicken. But not much.
3: Uh Rabbit, I'll bet.
1: Fritz. Mr. Fritz. Rabbit. Lighter than a
0: rabbit. Maybe a rat or a mouse. uh, Okay, I'm going to go with mouse. Uh, Now, hold on, hold on. Before you answer this. Okay, I I reset.
1: Understand that before you make your guess, Mm -hmm. uh then then you will have quotes,
0: never more. Oh, uh, a raven. How about a crow and or raven, sir? That is a raven is absolutely correct. Oh.
1: Absolutely. Oh, boy. The Baltimore Ravens were founded in 1996. <laughs> yes. They have had how many playoff
3: appearances? Oh, uh, Jim, that's, uh, believe it or not, five. More. Jack, ten. Ten is absolutely correct.
7: <laughs> wow. Nine. Look at you. Uh,
1: the movie Ten, starring Bo Derek yeah. and Dudley Moore, was released in what year? Jim, Moira, that's not...
3: 1983.
1: Before 1983. Jack, 1980. Uh, before what?
7: 1980. Moira, 1976.
1: After 1976. Fritz. Mr. Fritz.
0: 78, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: After 1978. Well, there it is, uh, Pinky. Well, sir, go. I
0: think I'm going to go with
1: 1979. Seven. 1979. I want you to know for the first time in 25 years, I am dating someone who knew the year 1979. Uh, now although neither one of us was old enough to have gone to see 10 in the theater. I did. Who sang, who sang the number one song this month in 1979? It was called Reunited.
8: Jack oh, Moira Peaches and Herb. Yes,
1: it is Peaches and oh, good Herb. Good job. Finally, new one.
8: Herb Peaches and Herb has had one herb
1: since 1966. <laughs> and how many peaches? How many different singers have been the Peach in Peaches and Herb? Moira, three.
3: More. Jim. Mr. Phillips. Seven.
1: Seven is absolutely wow. Seven different women have been known as peaches, starting with Francine, Peaches,
8: Herd Barker. They come from a can.
10: What? Yes. They
0: were they put, were put there, there by a man. man. Uh, but, uh, how
8: down. old is Bob Barker? Jim. Work off me. Miss Phillips. 91. <laughs>
1: older.
7: 93. Older. I guess
8: that would be Moira. Oh, Moira, sorry. 93. I forgot the name. Let's go. Okay, 90, well, so 93. 93, four, older. Uh-huh. can much. Huh?
1: 97. Younger.
0: Fritz. Fritz. Here you go. Mr. French. 95. Yeah, 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 yeah. Younger. Oh, uh, that would be 94, sir. That is absolutely correct. All That's right.
8: Yeah, we did that.
0: Progress. Uh, so
1: Justin Bieber was born in 1994. Uh huh. He's had three or... number one hits in the United States and Canada. but his And his first country with a number one hit was France. The answer uh-huh. is neither the U.S., Canada, nor France. If you're looking for a true believer, nation, Justin Bieber has had 10 number one hits in what smaller European country? 10 number one hits. I assume they don't know English. The
7: Ottomans. He thinks they don't know English.
1: No, I, I'm just assuming they don't
7: because oh, Justin not, Bieber's been number like one him? 10 times. Yeah, oh, Turkey.
1: <laughs> it is further west than Turkey. And Turkey is only just barely European. That's true, too. That's the
3: Netherlands. Oh, west I'm close. Of the Netherlands. I'm close.
7: Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Uh, uh,
8: Sweden.
1: South of Sweden. Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: What is
8: Not fair. We don't have a map.
0: Uh. I understand. <laughs> um,
8: <laughs> come on.
0: South, South of Sweden. Sweden. Oh, God. And west of the Netherlands. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh France.
1: Fritz. Mr. Fritz. Yeah. Denmark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Denmark is east of the Netherlands. Oh, uh, no, stupid Fritz. Further west, too.
7: West. Norway. Finland or Norway. Of the
1: Netherlands. No, yeah. Finland, Finland,
3: Finland. Finland. Finland is east. Norway is west. West. Oh. He, yeah, but he's emphasizing Based South of Sweden. South of Sweden.
7: Switzerland. Estonia or something.
1: Yeah, maybe. St-
7: No, it's Estonia. As many as the Latvian nation, which
1: is on the other side of Poland. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, come on. Uh, um, About Poland.
0: I'm
8: running out of time. No, 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 wrong way.
7: Austria. Say Switzerland.
1: Pinkman, just say say
0: Switzerland. You love their waffles. Oh, Oh, Pinkman, Belgium. Belgium is correct. Brussels points.
7: That was pulling teeth, wasn't it? Ah. Okay, yes, it was. What asking hard question? Brussels is the
1: capital of Belgium. Yep. And Brussels waffles were what they were first introduced as. Brussels waffles. Yeah. Uh, they were introduced to the U.S. at the New York World's Fair held Jack. at Flushing Meadow. 1964. In 1964. <laughs> Nicely done. Oh, Very dude. good. Excellent. While at the World's Fair, they were rebranded as Bell Gem waffles. B E L hyphen G E M waffles. That's when
8: those, where those UFOs landed in Men in Black. Yeah. No or
1: sugar. The Nori Candy Company has been creating Rohat Locum since 1964. This delicious confection has what name that reflects its Levant heritage?
8: Jack, Necco Wafers.
1: Not Necco Wafers. That's the New England Candy Company. Fritz N-E-C-C-O. Yes. Fritz. Mr. Fritz. Turkish Taffy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, so close. But no, not Turkish Taffy.
3: So close to Turkish Taffy. Saltwater Taffy? No. 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 It
1: reflects Can a I hear the question? Can you ask the yes, question? I will give you the answer one more time. The Nori Candy Company has been creating Rohat Locum since 1964. This delicious confection has what name that reflects its Levant heritage? Levant.
8: Levant. Levant. What was that again? Levant. 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 I, I wasn't huh? listening when he was talking huh? about Levant.
3: Huh? What was he talking uh, about? Uh, what so I he was and doing and stuff. That Levant tabouli crap. It's a Tabuli bar. It is. It is, it is
1: not Turkish taffy, it is Turkish gravy.
7: No, come
1: on. <laughs> we come don't on. know. Chocolate. Stop it. We don't know. Turkish delight. It is Turkish
0: Delight. Oh, no one Who's eats that? those. I don't what know. I, I don't even heard of know what you're
8: talking about. <laughs> I don't even you know, know what, what
0: you're exactly. Mean. Give us
8: a damn eighty-eight, and let's be honest, it's, it's a jelly. We're done with this. I want us to get a C or a D. That was so awful. Oh, 84
7: Morrison,
1: four points, eighty-four. We'll take it. Yeah.
7: It's
3: a B. Yeah. Be lucky 84? to get that. With
7: all... I think we should be so it's happy. Ottoman,
3: the cushion, and Oscar Levant. We missed a ton. Well,
7: thank goodness for all
1: of your bonus points because you completely missed two questions.
3: You don't know. Wrong.
1: 84 points. By the way, tomorrow I will be at the Silly Grape in Maitland. You can find out all the details if you go to the 5-Minute Professor page on Facebook, where I list all of my upcoming events. We'll be inside and outside weather permitting tomorrow at the Silly Grape. We play four rounds of trivia. We also do the same thing with different questions at Waco Taco on Saturday, and then on Tuesday, night we'll be back once again at... Post-time Lounge and Cafe. That's where we host trivia every single Tuesday night. Uh, happy anniversary to D&J. They were there on their 36th anniversary nice. last night. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Uh, then he was quickly escorted off the premises. So, <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, he married her when she was like eight. So it's, oh, that's was, so wrong. It was a
3: terrible thing. Is she 10 now?
7: Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, so, so, what is it that you
1: think we might want to talk about next? I don't week? know. Would you would like it to be as much of a surprise. Charter as schools?
3: No, I don't want to talk. About it. Them, you know, like, I just get too much negative feedback on that stuff. I got to get it all squared away. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about that.
7: Okay.
3: How about Bonamos? Now we don't want to do that either. <laughs> Bonamos Turkish Taffy—they yeah. still make it. It's very good. Oh, you know what's cool when he surprises us? Yeah, just surprises. Okay. It's always good. I then we surprise can
1: surprise you. I may even shock you and
3: amaze you. All right. Thank you, Professor. Mm, yeah. Good job, as usual. <laughs> Five-minute professor on Real Radio 104.1. There we go. PPT music. Time for PPT. Person, place, or thing. What's the prize?
0: It's a pair of tickets to see Sebastian Maniscalco Stay Hungry Tour at the Dr. Phillips Center on December 29th. You can go to drphillipscenter.org for more info.
3: Let's get it underway. CJ, your first up. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. A person, please. A person. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. As a matter of fact, I only have four contestants, so I'll give you two clues. Clue number one, listen up. This person makes about $7 million per year in salary. Clue number two, he's appeared as himself on The Price is Right, Criminal Minds, and How I Met Your Mother. Um,
0: I can't
3: think of it. Bob Barker. Oh, no. I'll give you another clue. Think golf. Golf. Uh, Tiger Woods? Tiger Woods, okay. That's your final answer. No, it's not Tiger Woods. Thanks for trying, though. Rob, clue number three, Rob. In 2000... Yeah, you. That's it. <laughs> Rob, in 2009, he was ordered to pay his ex-wife $916,000 a year in child support and alimony. Wow. 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 Golf? Yeah, you can think golf, but he's not a golfer. Okay. uh... If you're not a golfer, but you're somehow associated with golf, and you can afford to pay your wife $916,000 a year in child support and alimony, uh, he makes about $7 million a year. So, you know, think of golf. Hmm. How, um, what would he be doing? Not making golf clubs? Not making golf balls? Not making golf ball bags or golf club bags? Not making shoes? Not making shirts or trousers? <laughs> um. I know, right? Uh, right. I have no idea. Okay, all right. That's your final
0: answer. Well, he tried.
3: Yeah, well, not really. Michael, here we go. (laughs) Clue number four. His playing background in football, golf, and basketball serves as insight for his present job.
1: Uh, Repeat the question,
3: please. His playing background in football, golf, and basketball serves as insight for his present job. His current salary is about $7 million a year. Among other things, besides what he does, he appeared on How I Met Your Mother and The Price is Right. He paid his wife $916,000. was ordered to pay his wife $916,000 a year in child support and alimony. I don't think a lot of people know who he is.
10: Really? Thanks, thanks a lot for all that. Um, oh, oh, got, snarky. Oh, yeah,
3: okay.
5: That's your
6: final I'll answer? See you
3: later. Here he is, uh, <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> Here's clue number five, Jackson. Hello, friends. You make the call. A tradition like oh. any other. The Masters on CBS. Uh Want a lifeline?
5: Yeah.
3: Franklin?
0: I, I mean, I know the answer. So,
3: Mo? All right, we'll give it an answer. No, Uh-oh. I'm not. How rude. <laughs> how dare you. I'm not sure
10: his Hello, name friends. either. Hello, friends.
3: You make the call. Hello, friends. A tradition like oh. any other. The Masters on CBS.
10: What's his name there? Matt?
3: <gasps> what? Yep, Matt. No, no no wait. I'll give you the first uh I'll give you the first uh name. Initial uh, it's someone on give, the show. I'll give you the first yeah, the first initial of the first name, Jay. <gasps> Narrowed it down to half the show. I'll give you the second initial yeah. of the first name. I. Okay. I'll give you the there. third initial of the first Jim, name.
7: Jim what's his name? Not is it Vance? No. Jim, what the hell is that, that golf guy's name?
3: The golf what? guy's name. Yeah, golf, the guy. golf guy's name. Oh, oh my God.
7: Dance. Jim, what the hell?
3: Go on. Hey, let's uh, dance.
7: Not na- Jim na- na- Nance. That's your gym. final answer? Yeah, yeah baby. baby.
8: Good, Good job. It took
3: a minute. Good oh, for you, Jackson. Yeah. Oh. I don't know whether you deserve that prize or not. Doubt it. <laughs> now, he was mean. Of
8: course me. he doesn't. <laughs>
3: Oh, he's mean.
8: And he was so I'm a like, snarky kid. Hang it, up on him. He's
0: all like, oh, give me the answer then if you know it. No
3: one puts Pinkman in the corner. Yeah, see? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's up to you, Pinkman. If you want to get him a prize, yeah. fine. Oh, if you don't, no. just hang up on oh, Yeah, I'll, see? I'll
0: give him the prize.
7: Yeah, yeah tough guy. Yeah. 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 yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Give yeah. us a pompano, yeah. yeah. Give us more yeah. of
8: your Bogart impression.
0: Where's your gymnast now, see? Your sister used to make the best pompano on the boardwalk on the Jersey Shore.
8: Oh
3: boy. I sound like WCV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. It's getting worse. We better Mary. get out of here.
0: <laughs> oh, oh Mary Lord.
3: Oh boy. Carrie! Here we go. Yeah. Oh Mary,
0: come jitterbug with me, Mary. <laughs> I'm gonna jump off a bridge one day. You wanna cherish these moments? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Is sorry. that a
3: bumpano in your pants? Or oh, stop just... it! Well, let's, let's get say... out of here. Good show today. Thank you very much. Back tomorrow. Thursday edition of the Phillips File starts at three. Right after Shawnee's The News Junkie with Sabrina and Celine. They follow the monsters in the morning tonight. Eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wander aimlessly, pound your conch as often as you can, buy your books with cash, and eat some ants. Tom and Dan are next. Bye-bye, take care.
4: Good right, Will.
6: Remember, brush your teeth.